You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. How are you? That chair's empty today. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Brady's not here today. Off to his father's uh, services. His funeral, I believe, is uh, this week. And Brady is flying out this morning and heading back to family to celebrate a life well lived by our good friend Thomas Torp Bogan. And uh, I wish Brady was here because people have been... You weirdos have been digging out the obituaries in Columbus Dispatch and stuff and sending them to me of Tom and online and everything else. And uh, again, proves my – I wish Brady was here. This is unfair. Uh, proves my point that that man's nickname was not Torp to anybody uh, but Brady. Or if it was, it wasn't given to him. Brady's theory is that his dad's name, nickname Torpedo was given to him by a bunch of school children playing cards with him. And Tom would then torpedo them at the end of the card game and win, thereby earning them the nickname Torp. That sounds uh, dumb. Amongst some children. No way. Right. So when I went back to Columbus, all of Torp's friends from school and his old co-workers and all the neighbors called him Torp. And I said, well, this wouldn't happen if your son has a nickname for you. It doesn't just go, hey, everybody who's known me for years, I'd like to be called Torp now because that's what my boy calls my one son. So my theory's always been, he's always been Torpedo. He let Brady think he nicknamed him because Tom used to swing a big a big stick around Columbus, you know. Good on him. And was known as the Torp. Absolutely good on him. The card part doesn't, that doesn't make doesn't any make sense. Doesn't make any sense no, at all. Dumb. And to Brady's no. rose-colored glasses, yeah. it's always been a, a real thing, which we all know is garbage. But all the none of the obituaries that anybody sent me has said Torpedo on it or anything like that. So it was just, again, something very strange about that family and their nicknames. But they're off celebrating... Uh, one of my favorite people who I've ever met in my life, uh, his his life is to be celebrated. And Torp was an awesome guy. So uh, Brady's got to go see Dad and and the fam and all that stuff and raise a glass. So if you've got if you've got a moment today to do that as well, raise a glass for old Torpedo Tom Bogan because uh, a, a better person you will never meet. That is for sure. Now a lot of secrets. I don't know that Cuba thing. The lunch lady daughter. Kept him with a smile on his face. <laughs> but he kept everybody laughing, and that's the goal. In the end, everybody was happy. And so what if he was a Cuban revolutionary? There's his, How did you find that? So, no, that's you? Oh, that's Toledo. Toledo found it, too. And, uh, yeah. There's the, uh, there's the obit from the... Is that the dispatch? Yep. Yeah. That's the dispatch. Doesn't say torpedo on it anywhere, does it? Nowhere. Because it would have been a filthy nickname. It's not some nickname you get from cards. It's like you're not gonna your 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 nickname when you die isn't gonna be Big Dick Toledo. It's not gonna say that. No. It's just gonna say Richard. No. <laughs> I hope maybe. I would hope Alex yeah. isn't up there up front. Going, you're pretty sweet. Today we celebrate the life. My dad, Big, Big Dick, Dick Toledo. It's not even his name. We would die laughing in the crowd. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, it's it's uh, Brady isn't here today, but it's amazing that I am because last night America's sweetheart was under threat. Uh oh. 
about, Kenny uh, again? Well, <laughs> I don't know who it was. Maybe about 10 o'clock last night, I had a phone call with uh, a couple of guys, uh, the band guys, Katero and Marty, and we were discussing the night of the singing bald. Uh, um, I think we were calling it uh, alopecia mania, something like that. I don't know. Uh, alopecia blue. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so we were going to have uh, where all the singers of the songs, all the bands we do, will all have been bald people. So it's uh, we put together a list. We're talking, and I noticed as I'm I'm walking around on the phone talking to these guys that my landscape lights in the backyard aren't working. I'm like, why are my landscape lights out? So I have to go out to the uh, there's like a little shed area equipment room, and I go out to the thing, and I'm just go to to spin the deal. So I'm talking to the boys, they spin the. The dial, I'm like, click, click. I'm like, oh, I just missed the clicks. And I have to reset the time and do all that. So I spent about a minute out there still on the phone with everybody. And then when everybody says, all right, goodbye, I look up and I notice uh, that the ghetto chopper is nearby. And that happens, you know, big city living. So I see it. And there's You've a, been the subject uh, of the ghetto chopper Oh, the ghetto chopper. Well, the ghetto chopper, not many times. One time. Come on now. Specifically one time when I stripped down the your house. Yeah, well, that was the crazy one. That was in Arcadia <laughs> when he told me to go inside. And I'm dumb as a stump. The ghetto chopper. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm over on 44th Street and I'm out in the backyard. You know, the choppers go and the lights in my yard. <laughs> and I walk to the spotlight like it's, you know, close encounters. Like they're going to suck me up into the ship. Come on, Carol Ann. Yeah, on, and, and I'm standing out there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm clearly not the one they're looking for. They weren't looking for a bald, confused guy in a robe. So the guy in the thing just goes, get back in your house. Huh? Me? I say, of course. Idiot in the spotlight. Yeah, I'm talking to it, huh? Me? Yes, you, you pinhead. Get back in the goddamn house. And then one time I was riding my bike, and I rode right towards a bunch of cops, you know, running towards me and i'm like this is strange and i went to turn around and a bunch of cops coming the other direction on foot running towards me ghetto choppers like a foot and a half above the ground and i'm like what's going on and a lady goes you get in that bush me because that's my <laughs> that's my that's my strong powerful right. <laughs> uh, well-trained reaction <laughs> me yeah only idiot in the road you get in that bush i'm like why we were looking for a guy on a blue bike and a blue shirt and you match the description and, of course, that was the great moment that I hid in a bush and photographed myself in my bike helmet. and in sent it. Yeah, it was like eight years ago. I sent it back to Megan, and I said, hey, there's a guy in the neighborhood looks like this. And the cops evidently are looking for him. I almost got shot because he's on a bike, and, he, and of course, I'm in the helmet. She sends back a thing, so he looks retarded, too. And I'm like, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the concern. <laughs> Thank you for that glorious response. What neighborhoods you hanging out in? I this know. Is getting ridiculous. My own. I worry that that's what we've set up after 20 years is that nobody gives a crap about us because no. of the way we talk about it. And I'm fine about it. You know no, what? I'm good it, with that it's, too, it's less like responsibility. no care. Yeah, it's less responsibility for me to care about them. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. Like, it, it's reciprocical. Right. Like, look, if the cops come banging down our door and you're in We're trouble, like, well, what, do you look retarded too? That would never fly the like the other direction. I'd start laughing. <laughs> oh, of course. If, yeah, if I got a text, I'm trapped in the corner of a bush because the police said they're looking for a girl like me. Are they looking for another retard? That's not right. You're awful. <laughs> like, oh, okay, but you can do it. Anyway, that was years ago. It doesn't really matter now. So uh, last night I go, I turn the, the lights on. I'm texting back and forth with a couple of people, but mopping up some business. And uh, I hit the button and see the ghetto copter heading in. And I'm like, all right. And then suddenly the, the chopper light is on my yard again. Like, it's on my yard. And I see dude bounding through, tries to hop my fence. Yeah. And I don't know where he went from there. 
Get Where's her your shopping. gun? Get, well, that's what I you got. Went, that brand new right, one from oh, yeah. I didn't go back in and get the AK-47. That's <laughs> right. like overkill. Come on. It's he, never overkill. Yeah, was, you got to do the clip and the. Yeah. It's not. It's it should be already loaded. Special it's, gun. The AK forty seven. No, it should not be already yes, loaded. That is absolutely. not a home security device. <laughs> that is irresponsible. Then I'll call Byron and we'll get you a new twelve gauge <laughs> okay, or something. Well, I have a twelve gauge. Oh, That's what I went and got. Oh. I went and got my twelve gauge. Oh, you did get one. Okay. And I put a shell in yeah. it. Out of sprayed. But did I've you never, rack it? <laughs> oh, I, I. Well, I. I first thought to my, this is exactly what I did. Because there's, there's a dude there. So now I got cop cars in my grass. Right. They pulled up in the lawn. I'm littered with police. One of the cops goes, we got you. Just points because I'm standing in the front. I'm dumb enough to go back out there again. <laughs> I got you now, you Yeah, that's what I was like, me, I got you. Like, does I got you mean I'm the bad guy? So I'm standing there and, and, and then two lady cops come over and they're like, what'd right. you see? And I said, I, th- I just saw a guy's head. I think it was kind of bouncing by the fence and I, the, the, the the spotlight from Firebird One. I said the, the spotlight from the helicopter made him rethink what he's going to do. She goes, "We think he's in your backyard." Like, no kidding. Like, yeah, we're pretty sure he's back there. So the chopper's going. I got the light in my backyard. I got three, you know, full on. I guess they what do they drive expeditions? I don't yeah. know what those yeah. cars are. Yeah, and they got three of them parked in the grass in my front yard. It's all across the thing. Lights going. Cops everywhere. And what do I do? Because I'm just confused. Load a 12 gauge and wander oh, outside. Nice. <laughs> what is going on? I know. And then I'm standing on the porch going, no, 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 no. This is a bad idea. I'm so dropping I, it. I'm dropping so I t- it. But I did. I took the shell out and then I racked it. I'm like, if this makes this noise in the house. Right. Oh, man, that is an intimidating sound even when you're yeah. doing it. So racking a 12 gauge is there. But yeah, so they're there. And there's a couple of big bushy trees. Where, did where did I saw, climb? That's what I was thinking. I never once saw anybody look up in those trees. So uh, the cops are everywhere. I go back in the house. Lights going in the alley. There's everything. Helicopters there. It kind of drifts off. They think he might have gone to another. Like he bounced into another. The thing about my neighborhood is there's like properties <laughs> right. Troy and Michael. Well, well, they're not there right now because yeah, because the house is empty. They've remodeled it and they yeah. gutted the whole thing, so they're not in it right now. Um, I mean, there's people. There's cameras everywhere on that. So I text Michael and I said, "Check your cameras, like right now. Something's going on." We have properties behind us that are like three and four acre properties, easy to hide on. And uh, so that's, I think he ended up bouncing over there. So, uh, yeah, so I'm sitting there and the, the lights are, cops are everywhere. I'm, I'm nervous on this whole thing. Uh, I'm sitting there and then they just leave. Not a peep. <laughs> and I'm like, not a, not a, all right, boys, get, yeah. up. Nobody go, hey, homeowner, <laughs> secure area. Like the last thing a cop told me was, we're pretty sure he's in your backyard. Okay. Yeah. I'll just sit inside quiet and wait for the green light. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, just drove away. Lights blaring. Just said, no, that's enough. And, I, and so I just sat there for like an hour, kind of shaking. Like, whoa. So then I walk around the backyard because I got big oleanders back there. There's a lot of hiding spots in my backyard. The best part is uh, Megan's not dealing with this real well. And I'm just like, just go in another room and be quiet. <laughs> so it all kind of calms down. She takes the dogs outside. Right? So I happen to have... My entire sound system in the backyard hooked up to a sound effects machine. Right. Nice. It's dead quiet back there. Did you play the... And I played this. (laughs) 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 The most blood-curdling scream I've ever heard in my life. There were tears. There was hate. Like, a lot of it. 
And it, well, there was nothing about that was funny. To fifty percent of the people involved thought it was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but that's the goal. I right? know. I'm in. The, I'm in the game room, and I'm watching out in the backyard, and I click this box on, and I'm like, I'm gonna get this bitch is gonna drop dead. Call me a retard. Yeah, call last me a retard. Yeah, exactly, Brad. If one can play the game, the other can eventually too. It's an eight-year, eight-year revenge. Here we go. And that noise, at, you know, when it's when it's dead quiet, and that, you know the settling of everything, and she's just standing in the yard, still nervous, and that <laughs> goes over the speakers all through the backyard. That scream and run, and I'm on the floor. I'm like, this is the greatest moment in man history. Like I've done it. So needless to say, I stayed on the couch uh, very uh, like abruptly. Like there was no options for me to even go get clothes out of that room. That was just pretty much you're out of the space. I slept with one eye open last uh, oh, night. Oh yeah, and then that twelve gauge was right next to me for another reason. There was no possible way I was worried. About. I was less afraid of who was hiding in my oleanders than I was that. But that was the greatest, greatest moment I've I've had in years as far as just uh, you know lightening the mood. I say, <laughs> but yeah. One of the cops, I think, was just letting me know that he's protecting my my pad. We got you. Does that mean uh, I'm under arrest or like you've got my back or what is it? And then I just went right back inside. It was crazy. And you know, I got to say, hey, you don't need to drive in my grass. Right. <laughs> that seemed excessive. Like you could have parked and walked. Send Al's bill to, them, to Phoenix PD yeah, now. Yeah, you know, I've got giant tire tracks in my grass now. Come on. What are we doing here? It is a cul-de-sac. You guys are 15 feet from where you parked. Why? They need to drive in the grass. But you know what? You're the, I, I support the cops. I support our, our men and women, the boys in blue, as I call them. You can do what you need to do. You can drive. But there's like three cars in the grass. I mean, is that one is fine. Right? You could have parked in the driveway. It's wide open. You got to put it up there sideways, and they're driving around. And yeah. Like, all right. Guys, come on. They were turfing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they were. <laughs> old school. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> Spend a lot of money making that look right. And it's not like your cul-de-sac is small. It could have accommodated oh, all of those. Oh, you could have parked right? in the gay's grass. They're not even home yeah, right now. Yeah, there you go. My, they're back every day, but, I mean, they weren't there last night. because they should have planted some evidence over at Troy Michael. Oh, that would have been gold. <laughs> so I, just, I should just go put it out there now. I found some weird right. stuff. It was, it was weird, though. I've never had that actually happen. It was like I actually saw the bad guy for a second. Wow. And there he was. And what did it look like? Uh, that was what the cop asked me, Brett. <laughs> and my brain, you know what's funny? It's 2023. Yeah. I didn't want to be the guy. <laughs> That's right. My brain with. said, short Mexican. And I don't say that. You're not sure. So I didn't say anything. I said, I didn't get a good look. Because <laughs> I wasn't. It was, it was so quick. I didn't, I, but my brain was like, you know what you saw. And it put it in a category. I'm like, That's not right. You don't, you don't know for sure. Don't remember Susan Clark, who had the four fake black guys kill her kids? That's kind of how I felt at that moment. I'm like, I didn't see anybody for, like, you know, details. It's not like I took a snapshot. I was just, I was surprised to see anything. <laughs> Crazy. But uh, this will forever be. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming and running like that is the greatest thing I've ever done. I love that. 50% of that. Yo, 50% of the, of the house. 50%. That's a high bar. Look, if you make half the audience laugh as hard as the audience oh was God. laughing last night, it's been a good show. <laughs> it was a great show. The other half of the audience d- didn't even appreciate the attempt. Didn't like, expect the tears, but okay. No, no, no. Half the Well, you know, I was in tears, too, so I guess maybe. Right, that's true. I was dying. <laughs> 
I was dying. But yeah, you know. <laughs> just like, with your gun outside. Uh, huh? Yeah, but I walked around with that shotgun. I've never Did had. you look like American Gothic just coming out there? <laughs> dopey. No. <laughs> I didn't have a pitchfork and an old lady. Cody wants to know if it was the Church of Scientology yeah. after yesterday's oh, conversation. Oh. You know, everything ran through my mind. Uh, the, the Kenny the transvestite or whatever that guy was. The What was yep. it? Was it Kenny the tranny? Yeah, tranny. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought he might have finally, you know, gone online and found my address or... Uh, the Scientologist came through my mind. I've never actually uh, loaded and racked the weapon before with actual thought. Really? All right, might have to throw this down. If he's in the backyard, he, you don't know what he's going to do. And there I was with a 12-gauge. I had it. I didn't I didn't throw the shell in and, and rack it, but I had the hand on it. And here's also what I've learned. Uh, my right shoulder wasn't going to take that shot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting there loading it up on my left like, I don't even know how to do this left-handed. Yeah, my right shoulder currently right now would blow right off if I put a 12-gauge <laughs> up against it. So I had to do one of them hip shots. So you thought about that because it would have been uh, reflexive. I put it on there just to kind of get a feeling. Yeah, uh, I can't lift uh, my arm this way. I can't do this right now. So I had to do one of those Arnold Schwarzenegger one-handed. Rack and five. Yeah, yeah the full-on, <laughs> the, the rack and then hold up against my body. But yeah, and I didn't know what, you know, you're spraying, you know, buckshot all over the place. Just get it in the area. You'll be all right. And then I thought, don't shoot towards the pool. That'll be a pain in the ass to clean all these BBs out of the pool and <laughs> probably screw up the filter. And then I'm looking around. I got a bunch of cars parked in my front yard, like we're hillbillies. I'm like, all right, cops, you know. A little post-mortem on the whole thing. Let's not park in people's yards anymore. That was unnecessary. Just seemed excessive. But it was a crazy evening, that's for sure. And then, you know, just buzzing. I had a lot going on. My brain wasn't exactly in a good spot to have to handle this, but man, it was, you know, it was like 11, I guess, maybe. Yeah. It's about bedtime. How do you peacefully nod off? You don't. That? You just don't. <laughs> right. That you deal with not peacefully nodding off and you kind of pace for a little How bit. How many times you check if the alarm was set? So that's the other thing. Here's something Uh-oh. nobody needs to know. Um, sorry, I brought here, it up. Here, then. Phoenix, here's something. <laughs> I forgot how to turn my alarm on. <laughs> I don't know my own code. Just so Nobody, we haven't done it for years. <laughs> Enter. Beep, 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 and then it said something about a battery. I'm like, it's in the walls. It's, what battery? So they're in trying to figure out how to undo the whole thing. I'm like, there's no battery in this. So I'm uh, the. Did the dog sleep in the house? Uh, like, the the, the, the three legger always does. Uh, the other guys have their own room. So they went to bed. Uh, Yardley would have. Yards will mess them up. <laughs> yeah. And she's, she's like. It's it's almost like a nightmare. It's three legged, limping, crazy <laughs> right. thing coming at you with right. giant teeth, and she's no joke. Uh, she'll tear you up. She doesn't like strangers in the house, so she's my twelve gauge. So that was she would have been pretty solid. But I, you know, outside of that, I you know went to set the alarm. Well, I haven't done this in a long while. So the alarm guys are on their way today. We uh, the call is to make sure we have them come reset the system. Edward says, John, screw your alarm. What happened to the motion lights? Megan replaced the bulbs. Well, that was... Right. <laughs> That's right. Those, well, it was nighttime, so they were functional. <laughs> okay. They, uh, yeah, they were great. Uh, oh, so that wasn't part of the landscape light that was out? No, was they were like, in the dog run. So okay. that th- those are just motion detectors in the dog run. The landscape lights are on the on the main part of the backyard in the non-dog run side. It was a lot. It was a lot going on last night. It was a lot. And I'm probably not going to be living in that house much longer. So now she's going to be uh, she's going to be putting the pine saw on your drink. Every oh yeah, night. no, I think oh, that's yeah. look, Brett, I think that's been going on for a long time anyway. There's there's a lot of question marks, but well, you questioned if she spit in your food last week. So. I, I believe I don't, I don't really question. <laughs> yeah, <wasn't spit. laughs> can she do that? <laughs> 
I guess if she was squirting in my food, I'd be all right with it. <laughs> in a weird kind of Pornhub way. Anyway, so it was my evening, and it was strange. So that happened, and it was remarkable. But again, if you know, if you're assessing game film, I think everybody handled themselves pretty well. Uh, aside from me just kind of standing in the yard instead of getting in the house. And uh, maybe you didn't have to park in my grass. You know, there was no need for that. But it is crazy. Like, they're, like they sh- the cops show up out of nowhere. They're everywhere back there. And I told them, like, you guys need to get in the backyard. It's wide open for you. Yeah. We're all right. So they just kind of hung around the perimeter. I'm like, there's a lot of hiding spaces back there. We're okay. All right. Maybe they were chasing them all the way from Maryville, and they're just yeah, used well, to parking in the right. yard. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Cops are in hot pursuit. So. Of course they were That's chasing him from Maryville. Yeah. He was a criminal. <laughs> if they, yes, a hub Maryville. Right. Guaranteed that his, his home base <laughs> was over by the Brewer Stadium. There's no doubt. But, yeah, evidently, and I don't even know the story because I, I, I need to get it. Uh, evidently, he bailed out of a car that they were chasing and just started running. And left the car running. Well, no, so I, I think from, like, the way he, we had somebody bail out of a car and run towards you, we think he's in your backyard. Uh, so we don't know if, like, a guy had stolen a car. They were, you know, wise to it on the freeway. He pops off the freeway, goes in my quiet little side neighborhood. Dude gets out and runs, and then the car goes off, and then they're going to get rid of that, and he'll run the other way. But they had this dude big time. It was weird. But, you know, kudos to the... Police department, because I think they got him. As calm as everything got, as frantic as it was one second, as calm it was the next. And there were uh, lights going off like a street and a half down. I could see the lights flashing in a tree. And I'm like, they're a street up now. And it, was, it must have. And it just calmed down. The helicopter went away. And I'm like, they got him. They got something. I or still don't know the details. Blue Thunder up there silently with the uh, thermal oh, shots. So awesome. Well, they, you know what? When it's your house and the ghetto birds on it, right. it feels like it's landing. Like the time I got naked for the helicopter that night that they, I was by myself <laughs> and my friend said, we're bringing her by your house and like to light up the backyard. I'm like, okay. So I just, it was February, it was freezing. And I just stood in the backyard naked and as white as I could be running around while they lit me up and everybody evidently was laughing like crazy and they threw sirens oh, on. there's video like, of it. Somewhere there's video that needs to be destroyed immediately because it's <laughs> a bunch video of, of it. Well, oh, yeah, no, there's not, Richard. No, there's not, Richard. Oh, no, that sorry, was me. No. That was my video. Oh, that was yours? I took that I holding, th- holding it over oh, my own head. Oh, I thought that was them. No, they didn't. According to the police record, it never happened. Mm. <laughs> that never occurred. Mm. The videos have been destroyed and no one Come knows on. this occurred. We know cops and firefighters. There was a lunatic. They don't have it. They are deviant. It they was, have uh, been yeah. passing that I'll around tell you for this. years. I know for a fact that in the helicopter it was, don't film it. <laughs> <laughs> so there was none of that. But it was a, uh, it was interesting. But I've had that. But when it's like, when it's looking for something, it gets low. And it rattles, man, the whole thing. And, and the light is so bright. Yeah, I've mean, been in it sunglasses twice. on. Yeah. Hold on, what times. are you revealing? Yeah. No, it was I've the never... same thing. It happened in uh, back when I was at, with, at my ex's house. It was like just, it was like somebody turned on the sun yeah. at, wow. at 10 o'clock at it's night. It's an incredible yeah. light. Yeah. And, and I mean, you stand in it and you feel like you're going to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's coming the out of the whitest light ever. Yeah. It's yeah. reflecting off the pool. Yeah. And oh, my God. It's like close encounters. It, it was is. exactly. It really is. I honestly yeah. felt like when when I did that the first time and I was in it and they and the you know he's focused in on me because they were looking for a guy and there I was smart enough to just go stand in an open area like <laughs> I'm a guy <laughs> and they hit me with that thing and that's when he realized to go back in your house dumbass if it's not the biggest ching Chavez moment to get out there with cops and go hey get off yeah. the lawn oh here's the fun part of it yeah <laughs> it, it was very 
I, I hate to say it this way, but this is what money helps with, is that I walked out to 20 cops looking for a bad guy with a sling on and just standing there and go, we good? <laughs> hmm? And they didn't, like, go, get back in the house. And they're like, excuse us. Like, they were really apologetic. Okay, we're looking for them. We think this happened. And I told them, I said, I thought I saw a little dude bounding over the fe-. They didn't bat an eye when I came outside, like, nervous or that I was going to, you know, that I was in on it. They just saw me come out of the house and say, he's good. And, you know, I, I look like I'm carrying a sidearm. I got my arm in a sling. I'm like, they didn't even, they didn't even notice. And the, I think the one guy knew me. Because he was the one who goes, we got you. Like, like we. we I just assumed that he's like That's he's kind of cryptic, like, protecting like, me. Yeah, yeah. And then I and then I just walked around all night going, I gotta get the f- out of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Furious had a nice long talk, and it was crazy. Yeah, it was very boys in the hood. I enjoyed it. I actually really like that kind of fun. That's uh, that's that's good stuff. It was adrenaline pumping. Heart racing action. How many details did you see, John? Because did uh, Susan happen to pop out of one of those expeditions and just kind of lightly say <laughs> oh, it's your if turn? Susan was there with all the police in my front yard. Uh, her nethers would have just blown up like a joke cigar. Cops everywhere. Did Rico Blaze show up? No, in the Rico house Blaze did not show up. I thought of that too. Don't do it for God's sake. No, Rico wasn't there. Only respectable, decent police officers. No, he didn't park in my grass. Rico just Rico might still be there. Who knows? Anyway, it was a it was a harrowing, fun, adrenaline pumping, fun night. And yeah, you don't go right to sleep after that. And I got you know, you lean that shotgun right right there next to the headboard. You don't have any space to get up and walk away. It was kind of neat. So city living, man. Well, and I watch OP live all the time, and it seems like you know when they do a car chase and stuff. Those guys always go into a neighborhood, and then the passenger door starts to open, and they slow it down, and a passenger bails. And when they bail, the foot chase is on, and they have no regard for what and where you're running, and the cops will go right through yards or into houses and jump. And I was like, this is happening to me. And I loved it. Do you have those coyote barriers? So if he would have no. popped over your friends, he would have just rolled? I've been talking about those coyote barriers. My, my buddy Mark and I were talking about those the other day. They're, I think they're dumb. I, oh, yeah? I think they're they might not be dumb. Well, they're just rollers. If the coyote hits the top of your fence, it's supposed to roll it backwards. I'm like, what if it's a good jump? It'll propel it into your yard. Right. <laughs> just spin like it maybe right he in. just wanted on top of the fence. He didn't want to commit. <laughs> but the roller's going to make him go one direction and or the other. with the roller on your side. Now he can't get out. Right. Right. <laughs> now I've got a coyote forever. i got to go try to coax him out of gate. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come here, buddy. i got cookies. What is it, boy? And he's just cocking his head. I'm like, you got to jump the fence again. You're and like, like every old lady in Fountain Hills at that point. Yeah. Come here. Come here, buddy. You're my friend. Oh, you're just like my dogs. <laughs> Except Julie. And Foamy. What's going on? Angry. Yeah. So, yeah, the coyote rollers seem like a good idea, but it's it's like barbed wire on your fence. If somebody gets over, getting out's going to be tougher, so you keep them. You got to keep them. And coyotes are fine. I'm not worried about that. Uh, dude, I was just rooting last night that I would just hear the gunshot. Uh, oh, I, oh I, I, I got no issues with the police taking a man down in my front yard. That's stories for the rest of your life. And that's really all I'm here for is the stories and the laughs. None of that stuff really bugs me. Had the dude tried to get in my house, it would have been trouble. I was prepped. But it was weird because I saw him before anything else. I saw the dudes. I saw movement, the head bob, the helicopter. And it was like like in what felt like three seconds. Like, hey, what's who's that? And then pff, helicopter's right on it. That light is Brett's right. It is... 
It's the sun. It is. It's beyond yeah. the sun. Like it's like if it lit up your backyard, it would be too much. Yeah. It's it's it's. It literally looked insane. like it was sun. It was it was noon. What was your what was your thing going on? They were chasing some dude like down the one hundred and one, and I guess he got off got off and went through the dr and yeah. stuff like that. So like, it stops and ranch, yeah. not the Dominican Republic yeah. of Mesa. <laughs> no, same thing. <laughs> so. So yeah, but I mean, it was like code. it was like ten thirty at night, and I was just I'm like looking out the backyard, and all of a sudden it just turned to noon. And yeah, like, what the hell and it's going on? Fast. Like you'll yeah. hear the like I saw the helicopter. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I got somebody on the freeway, and before I knew it, <laughs> it's like there's a dude, and the chopper is landing, <laughs> and I'm still standing there, you know, walking away from the lighting thing, huh? Hey, John, for what it's worth, there is a bunch of Steeler stuff and some radio awards on offer up right now. Uh, I can place an offer if you'd like them back. First off, all the radio awards are in Tripp's office. I give all the awards I've ever won to Tripp. He's got is there a, pile a blue up. pivot in there, too? Yeah, where's my, yeah, where's my bike? That's what I care about. And I did wonder about that. And I also thought, you know, I've got that big storage shed. They never once peeked in there. He could still be there. Is it locked? No. <laughs> Sorry to out. Yeah, I know. Look, there's my house is a, not a fortress by any stretch. You can get to a lot of stuff. There's just a lot of dogs and lights and things right, like that. But the lights weren't on. Yeah, the lights were not on. Oh, I've got some obstacles. <laughs> not the coyote bars, but I still think the coyote thing's a joke, too, because I called a guy a few years ago to come put him in. Okay. And I have a big, long back fence, and I'm like, you got to put him on the fence up to the oleanders. Yeah, I'm going to jump in the oleanders. I'm like, all right. And I said, uh, just up through here. He's like, okay. And so I give him a deposit, and he just disappeared. He sent the money back. Oh. He disappeared. He's like, I just wanted him to call and go, nobody's ever bought him before. Like, I don't even know that they're real. It was, I had to go back and find out how to install them. It was a made-up idea. <laughs> but the more I thought about it, the more coyote rollers are stupid because I they just, they're just they just spinning balance beams that I've go on top of your fence. They, yeah, it's like a, it's a, a roller bar. It's a spinning bar that goes on top of your yeah. fence. And if yeah. anything tries to jump up there when their paws hit it, it spins. But it spins both ways. Right, so if they get up over, it That's, spins yeah. forward. So it would push them, or yeah. at least hang them up on the end, right. and they scramble over. They're not going to back up and go, whoa, coyote bars. It's going to shoot them into your yard, and then you're going to have a hell of a time getting out of it. So, you know, double thinking on that. It's double-sided tape. It's messing up something. I don't know. Uh, we have we have uh, the Reader's Digest version of the story. It's actually legit. Oh, the cop? Yeah. He knows what happened? This is full story, but Reader's Digest, from what I understand, according to my squad mate, went to go help out in the case. There was a DUI aspect, uh, or suspect, I'm assuming that's supposed to say. Uh, there was a wreck that came flying off the 51 at Bethany Home. Uh, while getting off the freeway, he hit the median, spun into a patrol vehicle, and then people bailed out and ran. That's what it was. Foot pursuits of a few people. One decided to jump off the overpass about 40 feet down, broke his hip and his arm. Oh, Sweet. Well, he should call the call, call, yeah, yeah. call the core institute yeah, today. Yeah. Well, they, he's there's options. Need yeah, you're going to need to look. The hip thing. Uh, yeah. Doctor Jakovsky is an amazing man. Uh, he broke his hip in his arm. He fell 40 feet on the overpass, and then the other dude ran into my yard. How crazy is that? Thank you, law yeah. officers. And they did a great job. Like they secured that area. And I, look, if you're running from the law and that's chasing you, that's got to be the most harrowing feeling in the world, even as a bad guy, because. They had the perimeter set around my yard in seconds. I mean, there were cops. My gates in the back into the alley, cop car, cop car. And they're facing two different directions. Uh, my front yard, like I said, just everywhere, police, police cars, police, everything, a helicopter. Like, there has got to be the most 
defeated feeling you've got while you're trying. Have you ever tried to, like, remember you're running dreams and you just can't get speed? Yep. That's got to be what it feels like because you're just not, you're not outrunning that helicopter. You're just not. My old neighbor, my old neighbor used to fly the helicopter in the 70s. His last name was Swayze. He was a cool dude, old man. And he's like, uh, he was the one, an old man. Now keep in mind, he was an old fella. And he had some stories. And one of my favorite ones was at a Halloween get-together. I finally broke down and did a neighborly thing once on Halloween. And uh, and he was an old man with no kids, and I'm a young man with no kids. And he says to me, let's go over to that. They're giving away all the candy. Let's go over there and let's be neighbors. And I'm like, all right. So we we hoof it over there. There's two old dudes, you know. And I'm at the time, I'm probably like 34. <laughs> I'm, I'm as old as he is mentally. I just don't, I want nothing to do with this whole thing. So we go over to the front, you know, the front yard party where everybody, all the kids gather, and there's, you know, all the neighbors bring their own candy, and you can just do it in one driveway and have like a get together. He's telling a story to three other women, and again, he's probably in his late seventies, early eighties at this time, and he's like, I, and a helicopter went over. I used to fly that for Phoenix, uh, Phoenix uh, PD. It wasn't Phoenix; it was some other city. And, and he said, "Yeah," he said, and it was about this time actually, one of the funniest stories ever happened to me. And it is a group of Arcadia moms, very prim, proper, almost Gilberty kind of like white wines. Is that the Red Hat Society or whatever? Oh, no, no. They weren't in a group. But it was just the moms, and they're all in competition with each other, and everybody gets a car when everybody – when one person gets a car, everybody gets a car. It's that neighborhood. That was where I They all drive Yukon to They all have the same – at the time, it was the Lexus uh, 400. So we're all sitting in the same thing, and he starts telling a story, and it's a proper group. And he's not. So he's like, and I'm flying around. And he was accomplished. He did a lot of things. Flying around, we had a suspect. He had some stolen cars. And, you know, so the radio comes in. We got uh, three African-American gents, stole cars. He said, so I got him on the light. I've got the light going. He said, they bail out. And he said, now keep in mind, it's late October, early November. He said, a night like this. It was almost one of those. It was just a night like that. He had a flashlight under his head. And he says, uh. And then these oh, these women are like, oh, my God, that sounds so scary. Yeah, sure, it sure was. And he said, but we're up in the helicopter laughing because they're not getting away. And he said, but then they just reverted to their roots and climbed trees with no leaves in them. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I think he may have dropped a slur. And then the ladies were just aghast. And I'm like, all right, I, I, didn't, come, I didn't come here with this old man. But he told the story about how the guys who stole the cars climbed trees in November. There are no leaves in the trees. So I just light them up, and there they are sitting in their trees. Like, all right, you need to stop telling the story that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked hanging out with the old man because, like, that could happen. Yeah, I would love to get in that helicopter, fly around, and beam some guys. That would be fun. Throw the oh. light out. Oh. I think you've asked before, but they're not giving you the controls to the light. I don't think you can work the light. I'm, like, I, I'm qualified to shine a light, <laughs> but if you screw it up, right. people might die. So it's somebody else has to shine the light. But I would love to be part of that. Because man, oh man! Oh, anyway, it was uh, it was it was it was adrenaline pumping, as I say. Great fun. So if you've had the ghetto copter over your house, and a lot of us have, we live in a big city, Mesa. There were two shootings in Gilbert. They had a ghetto copter. Maryvale, you might as well just have a landing pad in your yard. They might as well just have lights on permanently there. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's just like Alaska. <laughs> the sun never goes down there. They should just have one of those kids' toys that's on a rope that's just perpetual motion helicopter with a light on. It doesn't need to ever land. Anyway, so thank you to Phoenix PD for keeping me safe from the DUI stolen car suspects that ran from my yard last night. Crazy. And and not just my yard. Like, they bounced over that fence, somehow got into the other people's yard, and they they nabbed them on the next street. So, I think. 
Uh, we already see if our cop friend we'll get, will tell He said he'll give us the full story yeah, I need to know that. Pretty good stuff. And I'm glad that guy jumped off the overpass and broke his legs. That's good, too. Bad guys paying, paying their bills. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. So I, I had to share my harrowing experience last night before bedtime. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Thank you, Alliance. Yeah, everybody's asking. Uh, they got uh, tons of questions about uh, the cop thing. Uh, the best one I saw was, you know why Maryvale always has dirt front yards now? Because there's always a cop car parked in it. Why water it? Can't grow, can't <laughs> grow any turf. Yeah, why, would you, why would you even try to get the Scots out there and green up your front yard? You know a cop car is going to be parked Just in there by the end of the day. Paint it. Yeah, I've never seen them park in somebody's yard. I got a lot of it. Romy emails and, uh, a lot and said, uh, I'm that person too. That ghetto bird goes over and I just run out towards the light. I want to be part of it. <laughs> like it's exhilarating. It's just a, a, no doubt. Somewhat. Uh, is it hero complex? Is it you trying to help them? It's curiosity. It, it's just yeah. an, curiosity, it's the right? ultimate curiosity of like where is that? Yeah. What is going on? And it's a helplessness too. It's like, you know, king of your castle kind of feeling of right. like, I'm I'll the one that's supposed them. to. I, well, you just need to. You want to know what's going on. Are we at immediate risk? What do I need to look out yeah. for? How do I protect what's going on inside? That's what it is. More yeah. protector than. And anything. it's also ego. Like you want to be. You want to be in well, there. They're not after me. There's got to be. Maybe there is a little hero complex involved because you're certainly sitting there saying, "I'm going to take care of this if it right. comes my direction." But you know, also, I'm an idiot. Uh, Romy says, "Somewhat likely, I'm going to die being mistaken for a criminal because." I need to get close to the action. It's me. I'm that person. I'm right with you. I am right with you. It's crazy. Jason says, wow, white privilege must be awesome. You walked out front with a 12-gauge to talk to the police, and they didn't even draw on you. <laughs> Cha-ching. I'm like, isn't it great? It's the best. Anyway, what are you going to do? But, you know, the police were there. We felt pretty comfortable. We were happy with everything, and uh, they handled it beautifully. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, he was down the road. <laughs> Rico Blaze is here. Yeah, how you doing, boys? You notice I knocked that time. Usually, I just enter freely. I understand there was an incident by your house that the law needed to be part of Homeburg. Don't you worry about that. I'm surveying the property right now. <laughs> and let me tell you something about Rico Blaze. I'm so big, black, and beautiful, your daytime motion lights go off when I walk by. I'm so big, black, and beautiful, lightning bugs hang around me in the middle of the afternoon. Did it just get dark in here? God damn, it did. Mm, dark chocolate, baby. I'm hanging around your perimeter. I'm guarding your back door, if you know what I'm saying. And everything seems to be in order this morning. There's a scared young lady in the house that seems she needs a cuddling. We go on the case. She's a little thin for my taste, being that she isn't over 300 pounds. But I'll do what I can, seeing as how her body is about the size of Rico's big, fat joint. The nightstick and the girl will blend nicely. I'm going to look like a jello swirl with this white bitch on me. Your house is secure, Holmberg, from front to back, and especially the back, baby. Your lights work. Everything is on, but I will be hanging around while you're at work. Rest easy, my friend. The cops are here. 
And I'm the only one that needs to be coming. All right. <laughs> Good. At least Man. I've got Rico on the case. That's I nice. thought I saw Susan's car coming in here sideways, <laughs> like Fast and Furious style. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. What are you going to do? My, you know, the gay neighbors are texting. They weren't there last night. Like, What's going on? I texted them. I'm like, check your cameras, boys. We got cop cars parked in our front yard. Yeah. And uh, my gay neighbor, Michael's advice was shoot them first, ask questions later, keep them out of my house. I'm like, you, yeah, bet, Michael. you bet, Michael. You bet, buddy. That's exactly what I was going to do. Probably in a stupid manner. <laughs> it is uh, exhilarating. I got to say thanks to a friend of mine for the line. Uh, I'm so big, black, and beautiful that your daytime motion lights will go off when I walk by. That is no. That's pretty solid. <laughs> He's so dark, the lights come on. <laughs> I like Rico Blaze. Uh, let's get right to what's actually going on here. Uh, I was watching last night because I'm addicted to this uh, baby Titanic sub. Um, they got 30, 38 hours of air left. And the memes are already coming and out. Of I know. Yeah. I saw that, too. Can we wait to see how yeah. this yep. ends before we this meme works. it? 250000 to go see the Titanic. <laughs> Being buried with the Titanic priceless. <laughs> right. I saw that one yesterday. It's $250,000 to see it. Buried with it. Priceless. And, and they've, you know, so they've got three or four little submersibles. Why is no one called James Cameron? He's yeah. got that cool yellow thing. That we've all seen him floating around that in that it ball. That actually looks like a thing that can handle it. Like, yeah, that looks well made. It yeah. doesn't look like a paper mache submarine. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like it was built out of a water heater. But nobody's called him. I saw Yahoo did an interview with him about stuff like this years ago. And like, but why aren't we contacting James Cameron? Like, this is the dude who, like, he's been down there more than anyone else. He kind of knows the terrain, I think. And that thing he drives around in has like 60 lights on it. So they got a well, bunch. That of, was the whole HD thing that this one did the last time they went down there. They're, they're the ones that got it in 4K. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they're yeah. The one, and that's oh, how that's he, right because they did that movie. Yeah, yeah, and so he's been down there with this jalopy before, but I don't get it. I so, don't know when you just decided. Is his a two man or a one man? I think he's no, the one that's down there is no, no, is, no the one he drives, Cameron. Oh, it's uh, I think it's a two man. I think it's. Might be maybe, one, maybe three or less. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he's driven around by himself. I think no. Those... He was in. He was on the boat for most of it. I've seen him in the in the window. Like they've got pictures of him. Like oh, they've got a shot. Maybe he, maybe he that had, was I like a. He had an engineer that he sent down in it because they had a couple things going down once, and he was in the big yellow machine. I may actually be confused. Honestly, may be confusing this with South Park. He probably don't have it anymore. <laughs> At that point. I actually may be confusing the vision I saw of James Cameron in the yellow submersible with South Park because it was an outside shot. And I'm like, how would they have done that? I think I might actually be confusing it with a cartoon. <laughs> His but niece I know he's is probably it. up on yeah, it. He probably got rid of it. Yeah. I'm sure he doesn't it's, have it's it It's on anymore. the Nissan lot yeah. right now. Yeah, they, they, they sent it back. Carvana called. <laughs> so uh, they're, the way that they're searching, for, and they're hearing sounds. Yeah, I heard that. But you know how they heard them? A Canadian transport train? plane that's searching. So they have like this Canadian plane. It's like a, they have the big, like, I think it's a C9 or I forget what they that's call what it. That's what they said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they got one of those up there and they're doing, th- those things are so powerful. They can pick up underwater sounds and they're getting sounds, which have to be like, Jesus Christ, Patel, you <laughs> terrible. Enough. Like the one Italian guy in the thing's like, I got a sit next to Patel for 90 hours. <laughs> 
It's true. Yeah. Brett's first reaction yesterday of those poor people who are gasping for air for the next 30 hours I would and be hoping too. to be rescued was, I got to sit next to Pakistanis. They're yeah. going to sweat their food out. Yeah, I would have been, oh. It's no going to stink like crazy in here. It's over. I'd open the window. I'm done. <laughs> Brett thinks it's a New York City cab. There's just, <laughs> oh, great. Patel's driving the cab. It's going to smell awful in here in a couple. Good thing this is only a six-hour ride. <laughs> what? We're stuck. There's one Italian on the thing going, I can't wait till the air runs out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so they, they, they're hearing sounds now. And uh, so these, these, these boats, or these planes, I mean, that can pick this up. You think about that. That's two miles in the water. We got that kind of technology. My phone cut out yesterday when I went to speaker talking to Doug Hopkins because he was by Red Mountain. Like, we can't have a conversation as surface dwellers from Phoenix to uh, Gilbert, but they can pick up sounds of people screaming about how bad Patel stinks down in that boat from the air. And how high is the C-9? It's got to be flying pretty good. Well, I think they right? say they drop buoys in the water or something, oh, and that's okay. what yeah, that's, that's what, what actually picks it, it up. So it's right like now. a relay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Well, they got 38 hours to go before, and if they're hearing sounds, that's it. But they have to know by now, and I haven't seen, they have to know by now whether or not that thing got tangled up with the Titanic, right? They've been to the boat. They don't know yet, I don't think. They don't? No. Nobody went to the place they were going? I don't think so, Wouldn't no. you check destination A first? That's, that's always the last place, John. <laughs> Don't say that. That's the dumbest <laughs> phrase ever. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just emailed this. Toledo. Nobody else is dumb enough to go down there. Yeah, yeah I'm good. It's Toledo's ex-wife in the sub. They'll find it. <laughs> oh. oh, they would have found We're it right by now. Here. We're right here. <laughs> I feel like Toledo. I feel like Toledo's dad, but I want to get found. Uh, just play tapes of me in that submarine. Yeah. And she'd just go off. <laughs> yeah, Toledo's dad probably looks at that sub and went, lucky. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they're finding uh they're finding that they've got noises. It it, it is a uh You know what's crazy about this? All other missing things, like the Malaysian Airlines thing and, you know, baby Jessica stuck in a well, stuff like that. There's it's like soccer. You don't know when it's going to end. This one, there's a clock on it. Yeah, exactly. It's, there's no injury time. No. Yeah, we're not going to extras. No. We know it about 96 hours no matter what. They're done. And that is, I don't think we've ever had like a missing thing with a with a countdown. Like that's what makes this one even worse. Like we have an actual clock that's ticking down to zero for these people if they're still alive at all. So what do you do like once the clock hits zero and you don't find it, God forbid? It's like, it's, all right, well, wrap we'll, it up. Yeah, we let's, let's go. go. Pack it up. <laughs> we got other stuff to do. It's Miller time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You look for fish. It's Milliton. Yeah. <laughs> you, you. Maybe you should just look for fish holding their noses. Because <laughs> Patel's in the water. I almost said yes, dear, but I don't have to call yeah, you. don't have to call dear anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, they've got that thing going. But it's weird because they keep saying that. Like, every time I hear a report, it's like 35 more hours. And I'm like, geez, you guys are yes. doing the countdown. It's yeah. like Dick Clark's part of this. Like, it's I got a ball dropping like in Times Square. It's like the National Debt Clock. It just yeah. looks like there's nothing. <laughs> but National Debt Clock's going to infinity. If it was counting down, we're like, hey, we got a goal. That's Zero true. is backwards. It's the it's the crystal ball on New Year's Eve. Yes. It's about yeah. to pop, and we're about to be done with it. It is so weird that we've got a clock on this death thing. That's it. And then there's a story. They had a guy on last night who uh, was supposed to be on this thing. 
and he bailed because he's like, I don't feel, I don't think it's safe. Like did that was, he's like, I looked at it, it's not safe. He is said, that's a reporter that that actually did go and check it out, and he said he was nervous. I think David Pogue was his name. Let me see. Is if that I can it? Find that. Uh, I don't know. This is a guy who had placed and booked for the Titanic sub trip has said he pulled out after feeling less than convinced after looking at and seeing the safety of the commercial vessel. So he's like the Whalen Jennings. He just yeah. uh, lucked he didn't out get on the he didn't wow. get on the plane. Richie Valens did instead. Man. Was it Richie or the big bopper that took Whalen? It was Richie. Yeah, it was Richie. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, his report in November, it was in November when he looked and he said, it looked like 17 bolts. There's no way to escape. They have it all. It, it is bolted from the outside, so you can't crack it. So even if you surface, you can't, like, bust out and get air. You're on You're on the clock. There's no backup. There's no escape pod. Uh, you get to the surface or you die. Um, his name's Chris Brown. He said he booked on to the Ocean Gate trip alongside his friend Hamish Harding. Uh, one of the five people on the missing vessel. And he said, he's t- this was the one he was supposed to go on. And he told the guy, he's like, I just don't like this machine. And Hamish was like, ah, you're a giant pussy. I'm getting on the boat. Yeah, he dropped off after being concerned of the quality of the technology he had seen. I found out they were using old scaffolding poles for the sub's ballast. What? And its controls were based on computer game controllers. Yeah, it was off-brand Xbox controllers. Yep. If you're that, trying, he said, if you're trying to build your own submarine, you could probably use old scaffolding poles, but uh, this was for commercial use. Eventually, I emailed them and said, I'm no longer able to go on this trip. Asked for a refund after being less than convinced of the safety. The Titan vessel is controlled with a single system using the guide from the mothership on the surface of the water, and they lost control of that. Look, my Bluetooth with my Sonos goes yeah. out every now yeah. and then. If I've got to worry about my Xbox controller yeah. connecting... That flashing light on your controller. <laughs> and what happens if somebody forgot to plug in the USB on them and charge it before oh, they left? Your, oh, your controller batteries pitch. are low. It's a, Key just said, imagine being the guy uh, after they find him surfaced, you know, in a few days. And he cracks that door open. It's like, a, <laughs> oh, two cab drivers inside, boys. <laughs> wow. A damn Patel. <laughs> it stinks in there. You think it stinks now. Imagine after they brew up a, uh, six people in there. Yeah, and if they so you find did, it. you asked yesterday if it has if it has a a porthole. It's got one. It's looks got like the right in the front, front window. Yeah, right it's, front. it's like a, it's built like a giant penis, and the things yep. are urethra. It looks like an oxygen can. It does. It looks like a big water, like hot like, water, like water heater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, water heater. Yeah, it's uh, no way. I, FaceTime me. I'm good. I'll, I'll be up here. Yeah. Yeah, like people, that's, like because email. I got emails yesterday saying you said you'd go up in a rocket in space. You wouldn't go in this. That's dumb. And I'm like, have you seen the thing? Like, if a rocket was homemade, I wouldn't go up in that. Right. Like, I kind of trust that NASA puts together a pretty decent machine. They got a pretty good record. What two? Nah, three? They've, got, they've got a couple wrecks, three? but so do cars. Yeah. Yeah. They do a pretty good job of getting them up and bringing you home. A couple of real memorable crashes, but you know, it's because they film every trip. But that shuttle was up all the time. Oh, that thing was going up. We got bored with it. Yeah. When Challenger blew up, yep. we weren't even paying attention until nope. it blew up because we're like, we're shooting Columbia and Challenger in the air like crazy. We didn't even know what they Like, we were so excited. I remember it was a, a huge deal when Columbia landed. Columbia was the first space shuttle up and back. And then everyone in the, in the world had their fingers crossed yep. that this thing was going to survive yep. the atmosphere because it was the first time a full thing. vessel had ever landed. It came back. 
rather than in the capsule from like it got jettisoned from the rest of the and stuff. And those F-16s f- flying with it all the way in. Yeah, and just in case they had to yep. shoot it down because it yep. <laughs> like went haywire and yep. started to do its own thing. Yeah, and it landed and everybody was nuts and the whole country went crazy. Next time it went up, everybody's like, this is amazing. We've done it twice. Third, fourth, fifth. They built another one. We're like, we don't care anymore. The 86 Challenger blows up and we're like, hey, remember the space shuttle? Hey, John, I'm not trying to be morbid here, but if what Sorry. say if uh, Patel drops, that's more oxygen for me, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm I looking suppose. at it. Is it 96 hours of oxygen? For six? For six or each? <laughs> right. That would be great. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, I, I haven't heard anybody say we, we took a look at Titanic and we didn't see him. Go to the boat they were going to. Like we've been looking everywhere. Like I, and, but we, they might. If I hear again, they might be tangled up with Titanic. Well, that's the one thing we know where it is. The rest of the ocean's a mystery. Like we know that one, right? Like they, if they were taking that homemade boat down to Titanic, that's the first place I'm looking. If Brett told me I'm going to go down to the the bodega downstairs and grab some soda, and he never comes back, where's the first place I look? Yeah, I look at the thing he told me he was going to go look at. I don't get it. I'm no genius. But they keep saying, well, they might be tangled up with the big ship. And I'm like, well, then go look at the big ship. Quit looking everywhere else. We don't know where they are. Well, can they go down that far? I mean, what's the... What, I, I don't get it. If I the homemade one can, and right. James Cameron's right. got one that can, call James Cameron. Yeah. That should have been your starting point. Anthony says, uh, James Cameron's been to the Titanic 30 times by himself. He's a pro expert. He'd be able to do this. Hey, call James Cameron. Yeah, he charged his Xbox before he went down there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, get your get your USB port in there. Get at least the eighty percent and go down to Titanic and check it out. At the very least, look where they were going. Well, and everybody's asking these questions like well, we don't know. Like Mike says, so ninety six hours of air. What about the cold? It's freezing down, like literally. I yeah, mean, I look, if I, they got no power heater, down some, there. Somebody mentioned that too. It's thirty nine degrees at two and a half miles down. Oh, and then the worst so, news you've ever heard. It looks as though we're going to have to make love to create body friction. <laughs> oh, no way, no. Patel. Ah, no way. I'm letting you take those pants down. <laughs> you haven't had a shower in three days, <laughs> and I think longer. Just three days I know about. And what do you do with the cultural differences with the bathroom? Because Middle Easterners don't use toilet paper. I don't think they have bathrooms on that thing. Right. What are you going to do? You got to have hand sanitizer. I don't think so. No, Brett said yesterday it's a Ziploc bag. Somebody said they were bags. Let me see if I can find that again. Oh, So you got got like a ring in a bucket, John. I would spend my entire time kicking the window trying to get out of there. Well, it also is like you were only planning on being down there eight hours. Clench it up, Patel. And you're not (laughs) eating a ton. No. The pee situation, Scott. Everybody be. yesterday was like, is this like an alive situation? Are you eating anybody? I'm like, for four days, if you're that hungry Brady in four might. days. Yeah. If Brady was on the thing, we might have a couple of ham sandwiches made out of Patels from the second day. <laughs> We're going to make it, you guys. No, we still, it's air. No, it's man, an I'm air problem. Eat. I'm not eating that. No, I don't eat, I don't like I'm Packy curry. food. I don't like Pakistani stuff. <laughs> I don't like, I, I like, I don't like any of that. No. I don't like any of that food from that area. But yeah, it's it, another guy says you know at thirty nine degrees if they lost power I don't know if they have a heater but I imagine it's warm in there because the batteries and everything the else is feces gone on. and urine right. human people all the burps <laughs> oh okay apparently there is it, according to CNN there's no seats on the sub but there is one toilet yeah there's got to be a but can. that thing's got to be overfilled by now 
Yeah. So what are they doing? They're not breaching to get rid of waste. I clamped it up in Australia for 10 days. Didn't poop. You can do it. Mind over literally matter. Clench it, Patel. Clench it up, Patel. I am so very sorry that this is about to happen, and I know you guys are going to be mad, but the time has come where I have got to release the beast. You know what I am saying. Don't you do it, Patel. (laughs) You're already wrecking the room. I have to do it, you guys. I am so sorry. I feel terrible about <laughs> what's happening right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to kill uh, you myself, but What a relief. I had some shawarma before I left there for the boat. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible in here. Yeah, that was Brett's biggest thing when I named off the passengers. Oh, Pakistanis. Imagine the smell in there. Because our foods are different. And you know I wasn't the only You're one that thought wrong. that. <laughs> no, we've all been in a New York cab. The foods are different. People, sw- We stink to them. That's what the Australians told me. I'm like, what's the worst thing about an American tourist? He goes, you're loud. I'm like, what's the other one? You smell terrible. I'm like, we do? You guys stink so bad I can spot an American by scent. Like, how so? Your hair gels. Your hairspray. Your deodorant. Your perfume, your soap, all different scents. You slather it all over your body. Like, oh my God, he's right. Because I got some sort of a pine tree under my arms. I got some natural body soap I use. I got face soap that's a different smell. I didn't have hair gel, but my clothes have a scent. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) calm down, Brad. It's not that funny. (laughs) So I had one less. But yeah, he said we stink. So we stink to them too. And we sweat out all those steroids we put in our meat. I'm sure the Middle Easterners think we stink. But man, oh man. They're wrong. Yeah, but yeah, we, I, but it seems tolerable by comparison because I've been in a New York cabin. Oh, oof. You're not putting me in a submarine. For, you, imagine that being in a, it's a New York cabbie and his wife for 96 hours. Kill me now? Yeah. No, I'm done. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want the air to run out. I don't want to be able to breathe that in. But little Titanic ain't going to make it. <laughs> Hopefully they got some of those little pine tree uh, air fresheners hanging from the uh, dashboard. Oh, my sub, God. You know? <laughs> they had <brought> a <laughs> Just for Patel. <laughs> Somebody was wise enough to bring them when they saw the guest list. We're going to need those pine tree air fresheners. Either way, Vesley's going to lose it on this thing if the Patels get going. It's only 12 hours. We'll be up and back. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, just in case. The whole thing is just green trees when they open it up. That is a horrible story. It's nutty. But, yeah, hearing the sounds from the planes, and the it's incredible. Yeah. This guy says, uh, if I'm ever missing in deep sea underwater subs, I'm going to try to stream 98KUPD because I want to laugh at my misery before I go. Awesome. Well, we're here for you. You know what? We're here for you on your deathbed or your death sub or whatever it is. Even if you're just choking on a sub from, you know, a sandwich shop. Uh, I just got this email earlier, and I couldn't believe what I was reading. It says, Dear John, today is my 27th birthday. Well, happy birthday. June 21st, 27 years ago. I'm celebrating with a couple of friends, and uh, they've decided they're getting me a prostitute because I'm super shy. They're great friends of mine. And they want to do this because they know my secret. I've never actually been on a date. I've never kissed a girl. It's gotten to the point now where it's just I've missed my opportunity. It's not going to happen. I have no idea how to be around a woman. I don't know what to do. 
I'm 27 with this uh, social resume. Most women I meet, frankly, aren't intellectually stimulating to me. I don't know how to talk to them on their level. I'm super smart. I know that, and it's actually a problem. He's on the spectrum. Yeah, maybe. He says, I think you're wise and hilarious. Oh, yeah, he's on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. I I think you're wise and hilarious. 100%. Spectrum. Uh, Not uh, the bad thing. Would you get a hooker or just wait for uh, this to happen naturally or never happen? Uh, no names, please. If he's if he's awkward socially, I'm 100 percent. Absolutely, for the, you got to get off the Schneid, man. Yep, you got to feel what NMC is like. Yeah, yeah, you got to get in on this, and you got to do it with a pro. Yep, who's not going to judge? Go to you. Vegas. Yeah, because the last thing you need is to take you know the last girl standing at a bar. Uh, oh, yeah, because she'll be still, anyway. yeah, she's going to be go a pig, to the ranch, and go she's going she's going to judge you. A yep. prostitute won't judge you, and you don't have to go to the ranch. The website's full of hookers. I just that's go to true. Vegas. You're in another state. That's Everything's true. out of mind. You know, yeah, nobody's yeah. going to see you. Yeah. You're that's, fine. That's true, too. Just knock it out. Yeah, just or just pay. let your friends get them. Like, if they've got one lined yeah. up, they send her in. One. You're 27. You probably got your own place. If you're still living at home with the folks, that's different. But if you got, yeah, get a prostitute. At least get a kiss out of this. Something. Kiss the hooker. And then maybe great if you band don't. Name. If you great kiss band the name. Kiss the hooker. Oh. And they don't regularly get stuck in dryers, just so you know. We'll give you one. We'll give you one point. For extra money. I mean, they you will, can jam one yeah. in a dryer and she'll play pretend that she's stuck in the Maytag. But <laughs> yeah, you got to get a prostitute. You can't email me and say I'm 27. I've never kissed someone. I think your inhibitions have to be let loose, and you, you got to unlock that. And the only key to do it is a professional, because otherwise, you're always going to be in your own head. Like there's no possible way you're going to go on a date and know how to make a move. You're 27. The girl that you're in a date with is not. And she has to be a complete mess to want to be the first. The first for you. Right? You would think. I'm, they, Unless when, they look at it like look, a badge of honor. No, maybe, but that's a hooker, too. Like, that that, <laughs> that chick's got some mental problems. S- women say they want that. Oh, it's so beautiful that he's a virgin and he waited. No, they don't. He didn't wait. He just didn't swing the bat. He stood in the on-deck circle the whole time. He watched pitches blow by him, and he never did it. So, yeah, it's not like the, the guy was virtuous. He just struck out all the time or didn't even try. Yeah, you got to get a prostitute and just get that get that out of the way. Because the longer you wait, the, the harder it's going to be to make out with a chick. If you're 30 and you've never kissed someone, the Steve Carell movie's right. You just turn into a guy who's just going to live with that secret forever because you're too afraid, now that you haven't done it, that you're unlovable. <laughs> Hookers make you feel lovable. Have her over to the house. Your buddies are paying for it. Your 27th birthday. Just let her do all the work. That sounds like risky business. It does. It sounds like a reboot. It does. What are you doing? Well, kind of. Well, he's not, eh, I guess, in a way. <laughs> Back when Rebecca DeMorney was yeah. hot. Boy, man, was she. Oof. But Joel wasn't, risky business Joel wasn't, like, striking out with girls. He wasn't a virgin. Was he? I don't know if they ever covered that. No, because he was, get off the babysitter, Joel. Remember? Yeah, that was a dream. I know, but he was, he's had, he was a virgin. He had, was he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. I, he had sexual fantasies. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he was beyond that. He was a senior. He had a girlfriend. But they, they, they hadn't done it. I don't think so. You sure? Yeah. Hang on, I don't remember that. I, I thought anybody's Joel, ever Googled that. Uh, Joel didn't lose his virginity on that train. What, did, did he they, bang her before then? No, 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 no. The train was the first one, I think. Was it, no, it was on the stairs the first time. She yeah, came over to that, right. and that's when the big... That's a hot scene. The, the, Black pimp, yeah, or the, the black one showed up first yeah. and demanded the money, and then... Hi, Joel. Hi, Joel. <laughs> Look, Joel. So you see, I can get yeah. a cab. <laughs> so I need some money, Joel. <laughs> so you see, I can get a cab and leave. I don't think he was a virgin. 
Uh, let's see. I'm pretty sure Joel wasn't a virgin. Not like this guy. This guy's like a kiss virgin. Everybody on everybody on uh, the movie chat websites is saying he was. Yeah, that he was a, really. Yeah. I need to rewatch Risky Business. Yeah. He was a virgin. I'm pretty sure. That's he bad was. casting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was. Because I remember when he was tossing it in his room, and he had the fantasy and the dream that the cops were outside and his parents were there. So I know he was like, you know, a typical. Well, it was teenager. a wet dream. Yeah. He was nervous about yeah. what was going on. Get off the babysitter, Joel. But then Rebecca De Mornay showed up, bangs him on the stairs, and then wouldn't leave. Yeah. Right. That's how that went. But I don't... Well, but he left. Guido the she killer left. pimp she showed left up. With, she left with the sculpture. No, later she left. She stayed the, in the, the house and he went, leg. I can't go to work or I can't go to school with you guys. She won't leave. And that's when a booger was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I, there's a... He didn't come out and scream, I lost my virginity. I don't think he was a virgin. John, I rewatch Risky Business. John, what you need to do is send this dude to one of many Gilbert wine bars. One of those yeah. Gilbert wine milfs or gilfs will take him in. They'll judge him. He doesn't need judgment. Maybe. He's, Some he's, of those Gilbert Mills are a little unhappy right now. They'd take a 27-year-old Spectrum kid. This Nathan guy says he uh, you can always buy the girlfriend experience and have her you know, go on a date with you and walk you through some things. You kiss her. She spends the night. If she's a good hooker, she'll make you breakfast the next day, and then she's on her way. Bye, Angel. Yeah, save up your money. Yeah, well, no, his friends are buying. Oh, well, This is why you got to take advantage yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Set name. a budget and get up, get it in. Yeah. Get no it name emailer, you've got to do this. At the very least, you know, pay a hundred bucks to kiss one. A hundred bucks for a kiss, jeez. Well, you know, he's 27 years in. He needs to do something. C-note seems reasonable to me. Holmberg Toledo is spot on. This dude has to be autistic. It's not a yeah. bad thing, but trust me, if you're autistic, escorts are the way to go. Like you said, they won't judge. They don't care. They're there for a job. Right. There's no judgment. And it is, too, a bad thing. If somebody told you you were autistic out of the blue, it wouldn't be good news. <laughs> if you didn't know already. <laughs> right. If you didn't know you were autistic. <laughs> right. And the doctor's like, good news. A surprise. You're on the spectrum. <laughs> like, yay. <laughs> Nobody celebrates it. It's People always say that because they're trying to, you know. They're trying to soften PC. It. It's like, look, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it is. If someone, if a doctor told you, guess what, you're autistic, you'd be like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, this guy says, how fat is this dude? I smell a whale here, and I don't care how socially awkward you are. You can always find somebody to bang, unless, of course, you're a massive whale. Well, <laughs> uh, I think there's there's awkward skinny dudes, too, man. Well, there's awkward weird ones. Of them. Nathan has, you know, he's got his theories. This guy's too big to get laid. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you feel I'd rather stroke it than bang a whore. I don't necessarily. You got to get it out of the way at some point. Yeah. It's, it's available for people like him. It's the it's a slump buster is what she is. Jimmy writes in, hookers are fantastic. You deal with a woman's yeah. S on your terms. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Man, yes. There's truth to that. You set the ground rules. <laughs> Prostitutes have to listen. Never once does a prostitute go, you know what? I really felt like you weren't in, in touch with my feelings and you weren't really listening to what I had to say. Get out of here, hooker. <laughs> I paid for it. Don't let the door hit you in your full ass. Yeah, I paid for this. I don't have to listen right. to you. That's what the money does. The money will talk to George Washington. He'll listen. <laughs> I paid in ones. That's uh, right. I paid Benjamin in ones. Franklin, yeah, yeah, I, at that point, he's, I he's, paid her in ones. God damn it. She got a stack. <laughs> at least Lincoln. Whoa, 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 Rockefeller the whore. <laughs> he been around over here? What do you got going on? <laughs> it's been that long. I pay my prostitutes in ones. I got some oily pennies. 
Anyway, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 Oily this, pennies, decent banding? It's just, no, not yeah. really. It's just I still like Kiss the Hooker. <laughs> that's a good maybe one. more of a. I don't know. That's an like album name than a. Avenged Sevenfold, Kiss the Hooker. I think it's a thing. Yeah, so go get that. And then the last thing I saw, like this, this news is fantastic. So I watched a lot of specials a few years ago about orcas. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Another meme just came up. A picture of the beautiful Titanic Jr. It's got a tail. And it <laughs> says, cute. it says, you can't just disappear out of people's lives. And then it says me, and it's a picture of the submersible. That's good. Yes, you can. That should say, Toledo said, you can't just disappear, Dad. And Dad says, see ya. Bing. It does have a tail. That should be a USB cord recharging exactly. a damn controller. Exactly. We should rename that boat Toledo's Dad. <laughs> the search for Toledo's Dad. It's like, we thought we heard some noises deep, deep in the ocean. Maybe Toledo's Dad's down there. From now on, the Titanic sub is called Toledo's Dad. Uh, but speaking of the ocean, I watched some specials a few years ago about killer whales, and I and I never knew anything about them. I knew, you know, the name alone keeps me away from. Oh, uh, watch one where their coordination is amazing, so crazy, right? So they had this thing where, the, you know, I always talk about this one where the seal was sitting up on on the shelf of a ice like little ice block, and the orcas couldn't reach him. Like they're getting up on the ice block, but every time they get on there, the ice block would move around too much, and the seal could maneuver around, and that killer whales couldn't get on it. So the five of them huddled. They have it all on film. They huddled up. Five orcas huddled, took off the other direction, got in a line left to right, entourage style, and swam towards the ice the ice thing. And then all of them dove at the same time and came up at the same time and made a wave that pushed this thing. Is this the one? I think this is it. He's looking, he's looking at him. So yeah, the one have, goes up and looks and sees where he's at. Yeah, he's still in the middle, and we can't get to the middle. And they coordinate, get five of them together. There it goes, and then they make this wave that breaks the ice shelf and moves it. Oh man! And then, and then the seal goes, "What the f?" And the seal's like, "I can't believe this just happened." So they they knew and they talk. They completely communicated because it was like two seconds earlier, and this seal's done. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, he's I still on a raft. I don't want to watch that seal get eaten. And look at look his at beautiful him. little <laughs> guy. Oh, oh, poor little guy. But they coordinated it to go. The only way to yeah, get look, this shelf right tested. And then they started to pop right, up. Change the station. Right next to him. Yeah, please don't show this. <laughs> so there's this one called. Um, I'll post this to our Facebook page. I think Brett named this one White Gladys. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, White Gladys. White Gladys is an orca they've been following for a while, right? White Gladys had an incident with, I think, I'm going to throw out that this may be bigoted, Chinese fishermen that did something to her. And she now associates boats with bad things. She has trained other orcas in that area to attack boats and take them out where it matters. Propellers, like disable them. And they're doing it like crazy. And it says, in recent months in warm waters of the Iberian Peninsula, they've taken to ramming the boats. They've already sunk three. They've damaged several more. They're waiting for them to be docked. And they F them up. Because they know if these things are inoperable, they can't come get us. So they got this thing. So they're, they're wrecking. Uh, Catamaran lost both of its rudders. A boat's captain uh, suggested the assailants have grown stealth and efficient. They know exactly what they're doing, said the captain. Scientists have documented hundreds of orca boat incidents off the Spanish Port- Portuguese coast since 2020 since the incident with White Gladys. That she's gone back and taught the other ones the boats are the problem. And you guys thought ChatGPT was going to be the problem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're they're killer killer whales. whales. Yeah. So how crazy is that? It says they're doing this on purpose. 
Uh, we don't know the origin of the motivation, but the defensive behavior is definitely based on her trauma. And the origin of all this comes from her. Uh, on human uh, 2022 paper on paper authorized a paper on human orca interaction in the Straits of Gibraltar speculates that the specific female white Gladys has suffered critical moments of agony, has trauma, and is taking it out on the boats with friends. I wonder if it was like one of those you know illegal whaler boats or something, and they just right. you know she got away. Yeah, they have uh, they're folk heroes down there. Like people are like White Gladys is going to take down another boat. They know, so they know her name. They know when a boat's wrecked. They know who did it. Like they're all over this thing. And uh, there's people who are joking around with like uh, uh, join the orca uprising, you know, t-shirts and things like that because the orcas are coming. And then the other special I saw was when they couldn't. Like, the seals got wise to how far an orca could come out of water. On a beach, and they stayed like just the right distance. And then the orcas started to walk, and they have that one picture, that one that's just kind of on pavement. He made it all the way across the beach and could breathe out of the water, and then worked his way back to the water just fine. And it was a long walk. And I'm like, if they start doing this, and the one guy's like, we may be, and it's always an English guy, we may be seeing exactly how man developed from the water. As he developed a need for the food, he had to get on land and start to walk. His flippers then became more foot-like and hand-like. And it's like, oh, my God, is this evolution happening before our eyes? It's crazy. So they're teaching him to do that. One more reason to stay out of the goddamn water. You hear that? Portland? <laughs> Seattle? Those idiots need to go on the water. No, I wouldn't mind that. You can solve your homeless problem kind of quickly. They should have named her Uma, just like Uma Thurman and yeah. killed Bill. I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, it says there's a reason in Shark Tales, orcas are the mob. Yep. It's very true. They made them the ones. Is that that Bruce, like, oh, Bruce was the shark. In Bruce that. was the shark. Orcas were the organized crime. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? It says sea wolves, due to pack mentality, uh, they're so much worse. They're serial killers. Uh, they'll bang other animals. They'll eat the liver out of sharks. Animals hate them. Humpback whales just try to F them up every time they see them. Dolphins protect the seals from the ocean. Hates the orca. <laughs> I'm not going to read the last line because it's mean. I'll send it over to me. <laughs> but it's hilarious, Rex. It's funny. But, yeah, there's, it's crazy. So just, you know, the whole world's gone mad. We're keeping an eye on orcas. We can't figure out what's going on in South Chicago and control that. But these orcas... Uh, they're doing whatever they want. I never really took to the, like, Shamu. Yeah. They were too smart right away. And also, they were depressed, and you could see it when you'd walk by their tank, and it just, like, they had feelings. You could, like, kind of emote with them. And also, they're called killer whales for a reason. Like, they were initially named that for a reason. Back in the day when people were discovering animals, you know, they'd point and go, shock. Uh, bluefin tuna killer whale why do you call it that why do you think it eats everything in its path it's like a murderer i don't like killer whale i don't know where their eyes are either that white spot's misleading we saw it right there he was looking right at that uh yeah they bob up that one eye looks at that thing going there you are and stares at it like you know james gum Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) puts the lotion on the skin or else it gets the whale again what's the lotion in the basket seal (laughs) We're going to get you off of this ice. Kissed by a rose. Quit saying zero. It's crazy. But, yeah, the news is, every time I turn the news on, it's more doom scrolling. Oh, geez. Can't go there. Oh, God, can't go there. Just stay out of the water. It's not for us. There's a reason we crawled up out of that crap and started walking around on the dirt. We're not built for it. 
It's crazy. You can surf in the first hundred feet. Once you start going past that, you're on your own. You want to swim out past oh. where the pier ends? Bye. Don't do that. You ever been in a riptide? No. That is oh. frightening. Of course it is. <laughs> the name lets me know. If somebody yep. even says, hey, there's riptides nearby, I'm going to stay on the dirt. You know where there's no riptides? This dirt oh, here. Sand. I'm a surfy. <laughs> I'm a surface dweller. I like it up here. I'll climb higher. I'm not going under. I scuba uh, dove in Australia, and it was fantastic. Then you have to be nope certified for that. Not in Australia, you don't. Really? <laughs> uh-uh. That seems like going down Enough to the Titanic. The conversation <laughs> I had with the guy on the catamaran. Who wants? This is how it started. Like twenty of us on a catamaran go out to the Great Barrier Reef, and the guy in charge, I think his name was Bodie. I think everyone's named Bodie there. <laughs> of course, yeah, he yeah, yeah, he's, he's ripped. Of course. And, and, and like me and like 20, 30 other dudes and the girls, my ex-wife there, who wants to scuba dive? And I'm like, oh, that's neat. The people certified to scuba dive can go. And nobody raised their hand. He goes, come on. Who wants to scuba dive? And I'm like, I'm not certified. He goes, so what? <laughs> like, you have to I'm be certified. I'm not sure that's a response. You don't have to be. Can you swim? Yeah. You're certified. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands me the suit and I'm suiting up. And I'm zipping it, and he puts these weights on my, my waist. He goes, if they're too much, you'll sink. If they're not enough, you'll float. We'll figure it out. And he goes, how much do you weigh? And I'm like, American pounds? Idiot. Just tell him. Was he controlling the sub going to the Titanic? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it might sink. It might float. Because I'm sitting there yeah, thinking, yeah. I, I'm so dumb. I'm like, uh, how many pounds am I in kilometers? <laughs> I'm trying to do all the math like a like a I don't know five stones. So I told him like 190 something. <laughs> hey, we're about the same size, mate. He puts the same weights on me. Next thing you know, we're swimming together. He leaves the whole group. My ex-wife's floating around. Her weight was wrong. She can't even go under. <laughs> I'm down at the bottom. He's brushing off the sand. There's you know stingrays and stuff and turtles. He's finding. He knows where they live. And we're swimming around. Get up to the top because you're a natural, mate. You're on your own. Okay. See ya. So there I am swimming around the Great Barrier Reef all alone. First day scuba diving. Last day scuba diving. No paperwork at all. And he was laughing. He goes, you Americans, you want to sign everything. Everything you've got is like, can I sign for that? And he's a liability. It's like, you know you're going in the water, right? Yeah. yeah. It's your ass, mate. <laughs> you've made the choice. I'm not pushing you in. You're the one who zipped the suit up. That's a good point. I think you're kind of aware of what's happening. Hey, you're right. As I zip this scuba suit on, I shouldn't be surprised if something happens scuba diving. I'm getting in. So Bodie sent you and Johnny Utah out in the water without yeah. being certified. No. And, well, that I was mean, the, I mean, the truth of the story was right before we got I in. Am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am certified. We're going to surf after, right, Bodie? <laughs> I'm an FBI scuba diver. I found the Titanic. That's not the Titanic, no. Bodie. So we're sitting there bobbing. He goes, all right, here's the thing. You give me an OK sign. This one right here. Which now means white power. I don't think you can do yeah, that in scuba that diving. Give me that if everything's all right. Uh, point up. If if something's I forget the same point down. He gives me the signals, and he goes, and "I have to let everybody know." And there's a bunch of middle aged dudes. A couple of them German, don't speak the language at all. Got to warn you. A few weeks ago, uh, one of the uh, swimmers down got in there. Said he saw a gray shadow, disappeared into darkness for a second, and then came out. And he named the type of whale that does this. He swims around here. You can't, he's very stealth. Huge mouth. Don't worry. No teeth. And he just swallows everything in its path and spits out what he doesn't want. 
And I'm like, you, uh-huh. you still went in? What the hell's wrong with so you? Wait, I was already in the water. No, he told that story. Out. He got a diver and spit him out. Is it, there- at the end of the story was some German tourist didn't understand. He just got thrown in the suit too, <laughs> swimming around underneath at the Great Barrier Reef, and some giant thing comes by and just goes. <laughs> And he goes, Shaisa, I'm sure he said. Shaisa! Why is that for the light? And then the thing went, and honked out a German. Oh. And, he's, and he warns us, like, this is very possible. I'm like, ha I'm already in the suit. Right. Too late. If your mask fills with water, put your thumb on it and look up. I'm like, no, 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 back to the giant two-car garage that eats everything. Don't worry about Put it, Mike. Put your thumb on it and look up. That's like he community's pool well, stuff. That's, no, that's real. Like That's a real thing. And then the water drains out. You learn that one, too. And then he, and then he told me, I'm like, what is this? Like the apparatus? Like, do I have to do anything special? He goes, you know how to breathe? I do. Right. <laughs> <You're going. laughs> Off we go, then. I still can't believe yeah. you went in. I had oh, a bit Jesus right. walking on water, getting out of there. Oh, There's man. no way. I was swimming around all by myself oh. after a while. And then to the left. Out of your mind. To the left, the water gets real murky. And on the reef, it's beautiful. Like, the colors are unreal. Oh, I can imagine. And uh, it's very much like Finding Nemo. Like, that. it's it's that. Are you singing the song? Oh, well, I, the, I don't know if the... Maybe the movie had come out. I might have just gone, <laughs> just keep swimming, just keep... Uh, but, uh, but to the left, it gets murky, because that's where real ocean is. And I kind of swam over, and I'm like, oh, it's not as clear. And then I'm like, I don't know where to go. And when you do look up, your, you'll, your mask will fill with water. So I didn't know where the boat was. And then a shadow happened. And I'm like... I'm lost. I don't see anyone else. This guy left me. I need to get to the top. So I start to work my way to the top. And I I was maybe six feet from the boat. All I did was swim around under the boat. The shadow that scared me was the actual boat itself. I had swum <laughs> under it. It's here. It's going to yeah, get me. Yeah. yeah. I think anytime I get swallowed by an entire creature, I'll say, Shaita! Oh, that'll be my reaction as well. Could you imagine that? The, and the, then the German guy's got to uh, go tell the tale. You would not believe what has happened the underneath the sea. The one guy that understands broken English. Yeah. Calm he- down there, Fritz. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I was under the sea and then it all went dark. You were swallowed by a whale, mate. <laughs> Christ, you should have warned me. But you're here now. Hey, look, we're back on. We're about to throw some shrimp on the barbie. That's a very real thing. We, and, then they, and then, you know, as harrowing as it all felt... Uh, next thing you know, they pop a couple of sails up. Some dude grabs an acoustic guitar, and we sing for two hours on the way back to camps. <laughs> and I'm like, we were just in the water doing something I've never been trained to do. My friend Bruce said he did the same thing. He went to uh, the race. What's that racetrack that uh, Nicky Lauda crashed on and made the movie? Remember that? Oh. that F1 track? And it's like harrowing, horrible. So many guys died on this track. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's not Nuremberg. Mm, it's in it might be. Yeah, it's something like that. It's near the atrocities. Right. right. The trial. But uh, he went to drive it because they'll let you do that. And he even said uh, to the guy, the Germans. It was, yeah. It, he even said to him, he's like, uh, if I do this, like, do I sign a liability form? And he goes, what for? Same exact thing. He's like, well, in case something happens. You're aware you're driving the vehicle, yes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is the problem? That is our... <laughs> you don't need to sign a form that says, if I wreck this, you're liable, right? No. You're the one driving. You're liable. You did it. Why don't Lerner and Rowe have offices in Germany yet? Exactly. I mean, if I don't know. <laughs> yeah, He was blown away when he went back to the to Germany, too, that they didn't have cup holders in the cars. I, yeah, I've heard yeah, that. Cause cause you're not supposed, like, to, you're be not supposed to be drinking and yeah. eating while you're driving. Yeah. That's an American thing. 
I think they probably do now, but this was 20 years ago. What do you need a beverage for? It's driving from A to B. <laughs> How thirsty are you? Get a drink before you leave. Yeah, but I want to carry it with me. Finish your beverage. This is ridiculous. Yeah, they're right. But that dude, I, I'm sitting there looking to sign a piece of paper that says, you know, if I drown, it's your fault. No, it's not, mate. That's 100% on you. You don't have to do it. But there I was. I already got in that real tight suit. So I was committed at that point. Probably should have been. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Brad? Uh, wake Up Song Time, of course, brought to you by our buddies there at Action Ride Shop. Check them out online right now, actionrideshop.com. See what they got in store for you. Full line of uh, pivots, and their pivots actually going to be announcing a new bike very what? shortly. What? What are they doing? Uh, you can't, you just got to keep it. an eye on Action Ride Shop. can't even ride a bike right now. I want that. I know. I know. But uh, anything you need, all the advice you need. They're going to hook you up. Go visit them over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. They are going to be, they, they are riders too, so they are going to be closing up a little bit early on uh, Thursday and Friday. So if you need to go in there, call them up beforehand, check the hours because they're going to be up at Angel Fire doing some riding. Again? I know. Does that go all summer? Yeah. Well, yeah, they went to Sunrise last night. Oh, so Sunrise. this time they're going yeah, Angel Fire. And yeah, awesome. Those guys don't mess around. No. They're, they're the way, real riders. Good email about the guy looking for the hooker. He says, look, my grandpa said, and it's words to live by. It's better to rent by the hour than to wine and dine by the year. <laughs> That's a pretty good phrase right there. Also, he says uh, a pro will allow you to ask questions, uh, teach you how to touch, where to touch, all the things that you're not supposed to ask a girl. Everything we thought we could learn from porn but didn't, you can test it out. She's like a trial run. Yes. You can't do that on a girl you meet. Exactly. She'll think you're crazy if you're like, is it okay if I do this? Like, what are you, a serial killer? Just do it. All right, on the list, uh, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest breaking the law for your night last night. Ice Cube, it was a good day for uh, last night's thing. <laughs> yes. With the helicopters and everything yeah. in the song. Uh, the, 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 he did flash his beams, though. Did he? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the bubblegum machine was going. <laughs> oh. uh, Death Clock, go to the water for the sub guys. Uh, Slayers implode for the sub guys. I did mess around with a triple double yesterday, though. Did I you do have to say. Did yeah, you? A little bit. Mess around, got a triple. That's one of my favorite Ice Cube songs. That's a great song. Such a good one. It's it's shotgun a, blues for you. Oh, there it is. Yeah, you throw Volbeat shotgun blues up there. I want that. Yellow submarine's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's I still like the great. cube. Yeah, I love the cube. Good days are awesome. If anybody did a cover of that, we would need did, a cover. But it's like one of those stupid folk. Oh, ones. Really? oh yeah. Okay. I just want Ice Cube to do it, but I don't want to play Ice Cube this morning. Gotta say, it was a good day. Didn't even have to use my AK. Yeah, see, it's it's <laughs> it describes your night. It, it, it fits. <laughs> Didn't have to use my AK. Gotta say, it wasn't good. Ah, oh, man, I do want to hear that. But all right, we're gonna go with Shotgun Blues because I, I reverted to the shotgun. And I am a little down that I didn't get to kill the bad guy. We didn't have to use your AK either. No, I know. Both of them are fitting. We'll go with the Shotgun Blues. Though. Anything Bullbeat does, I'm in. Loving on Volbeat. That's good stuff. All right, that's perfect. Perfect. So we've learned a lot today. Most of it is just stay out of the goddamn water. And when the ghetto copter floats over your house, stay out of the spotlight. Regal Blaze likes the spotlight because he's a showman, but that's different. Somebody did text in a good line for Rico. If you got my six, I got you a nine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> here's, here's one that just came in for the... Uh, oh, no. This one's... This one's totally me. 
Uh, it's a picture of a uh, an Xbox controller. It says me getting upset and throwing the controller, and then underneath it says everyone else on the sub. Oh, they did that. Yeah. If you if it was your controller, oh. how many of those did you throw into during a wall? GTA? I I three, I think two, three. My dad, the first time I think he ever heard me cuss was John Madden PlayStation. I think it was PlayStation Two. In the middle of the night, I was at their house, staying there, and. Uh, I took the controller and I just swung it wildly into the because that's when they had a cord still. Yeah. Swung it wildly into the the pool deck at like two in the morning. My dad comes out. What the hell are you doing? And I just looked at him and I go, "The game f- cheats." <laughs> what? <laughs> you wouldn't understand. You're ruining that thing. Yeah. I don't want it anymore. Then you had to go over to the Best Buy and get two new controllers and start over. I destroyed it. My friend Colin lit his Xbox or his uh, PlayStation on fire. Really? Because of the Madden cheats. The John Madden game cheated so bad it would frustrate you to know it. And he just went outside and he poured lighter fluid on it and he lit it on fire. He said, I never want to play this again. Next day, we're both at Best Buy. He's buying a new PlayStation. It's great. And those controllers got expensive, oh, too. Oh, because they knew. Yeah. They knew that we were just throwing When GTA came out, and I'm just like, all right, those Bluetooth controllers aren't oh, 50 I, bucks a pop. I chucked one across exactly. the room and blew a hole in my door. Uh, at, you know, as an adult in yeah, my oh, yeah. in my thirties, yeah. I took uh, the wireless controller and I just winged it across the. It was during Grand Theft Auto. Yep, blew a door open. Had motorcycle a motorcycle race killed me. Oh, oh that man. motorcycle <laughs> race pissed me off. Two, Who's saying yep. two controllers oh. went went bye bye on that one. <laughs> I could not get yeah. past that, and I would be in first place forever. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. I got it. This time I got it. And then something would cut me off and I just watched <laughs> all the other ones pass me. I'd do I it spent all over. 60 bucks on the oh. game, 150 on controllers. <laughs> At least. Oh, that. Ah. Get my shotgun off for that. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-P-D. Uh, it was a crazy fast day. Already 8 o'clock. Man, our funniest listener, Scott Haynes, is on a roll right now. He's really enjoying the fact that we've nicknamed the Titanic submarine Toledo's dad. The SS Toledo's dad, he calls it. So from here on out, that's what we say. The SS Toledo's dad. <laughs> says, uh, the noises they're hearing from the SS Toledo's dad is him opening that little mail slot to peek out to make sure Toledo isn't out there. <laughs> Who's uh, looking for us? Somebody looking for us? Who is it? <laughs> uh, he said, then, uh, to the guy who's never kissed a girl, have him come over to my work. I kiss girls all the time. They don't even care. Signed Nathan Sutherland. Of all course. Right. Of course, I knew he'd type chap in, yeah. But also, uh, since the sub was controlled, the SS Toledo's dad is controlled by a video game controller. Has anyone tried left, right, left, right, up, up, down, down, X, Y, up? You get 30 more hours of air. <laughs> it is a mortal code. combat. You got to have cheat codes. <laughs> you get more air, you cheat code your way through it. That's brilliant. Uh, it is just about that time. Well, Brady's not here today. Of course, for those who are just tuning in, Brady's off to his father's service uh, out there in the sea bus of Ohio. And uh, Brady's... Uh, celebrating Torp's wonderful life, which I think later this morning, at least sometime this week, we will definitely play, uh, you know, some stuff from from the great Tom Bogan as our tribute to him because we can't go back. Uh, but definitely somebody who was inadvertently an amazing part of this show for years and years and years. And Brady lost his dad a week or so ago and has been kind of a trooper. I mean, we have to, have to say it like they've, you know, they've, they've had their goodbyes. I mean, if you want to have a, a father 
pass away the way this has gone on. You got to say your goodbyes while he was still alive. He flew out, he saw him, and now he's heading back uh, for the service. But I always say that, that uh, Torp was an amazing individual who finished an entire race. You never, ever, ever are sad for the person who just finished a marathon. You're proud of them. And that's kind of the way I look at Torp's life. This was a big, long race. He ran it well. Uh, good time. And uh, now the race is over. And I think it's time to just take a look back at all he did. And, and an amazingly kind person. So to the Bogan family, we're thinking about you, but he's not here today. And that means the Brady Report turns into the Guinea Gazette. As Brett will bring you all the news that he says you need to know. And that's all. No <laughs> questions. Uh, it's brought to you still, somehow or another, by Hooters. It's Wingsday Wednesday at Hooters. And for a limited time, you can choose your own Wingsday adventure. You buy 20 wings, get 10 free. That's for dine-in or takeout. You can pull that one off. Or get all-you-can-eat wings for just $20.99. you got to sit in the restaurant to do that one, dine-in only. Either way, you're going to win. And you get to stare at Brittany while she brings you wing after wing after wing. And that's never a bad thing. We will see you at Hooters, and you can say thanks for this Guinea Gazette. Brett? <laughs> Buffangool. I don't know how to start it. I don't. What, what do you say? Wow. I don't know. Is that a thing? Uh, is that a, no, that, that is a thing. I think that means. Uh, does that mean the way to think? It's not a hello. I thought that was a hi. How oh, you doing? That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a, oh. a buffangool. I, I say it to all my types. Hey, there's Brett Buffangool. Brett, how are you? I don't know what it is. All right, how you doing? Here we go. Let's start things off. <laughs> Of course, it starts with how you. Of doing. course, how you doing? Uh, today, I don't have you know I don't have Brady's feed, so I don't have what food day it is oh, today okay. or give anything me, like that. But uh, give me two seconds. Okay. So wait, that's not part of the no. service. I never see. I didn't see that. it today. <laughs> but it is National Selfie Day. Oh, yuck. so get right. those filters ready. Yeah, ladies. do it on the edge of the Grand Canyon too. Yeah, it's the safest place. You're going to look beautiful up there. It's also it. it's also the first day of summer. That's right. It's the longest yeah, day of the year. Yeah, and it started. Ten minutes ago. It was like 7.45 or something that officially the solstice yeah. begins. Uh, well, today, boys, is National Cookie Dough Day. Oh, man. National Peaches and Cream Day and National Smoothie Day. Wow. So you got your choices. Man, I'm going Pick cookie one of those. Dough. I don't want any other stuff. You don't like peaches? Uh-uh. I'll take a smoothie. Peaches take a smoothie. are like me. They're just little bald. It's like coconuts got hair. Furry. You don't like it? Yeah. It's, why would you eat anything with hair on it? <laughs> 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 Ah, said Jared. Wow. <laughs> oh, come on. Give us the good one, at least. Jared's the good one. No. What, 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 who's the good one? No, like Kimmy Granger or something like that. Ew. If you go there. Wrong. Wow. Uh, Kimmy Granger wouldn't say, why, why would you eat something with hair on it? She'll eat anything. Yeah, She's like the Mikey of porn. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Brett. Sorry. Sorry right. I was making a mess. Since, since it is the first day of summer, if you're one of those people that wear Crocs, you're not one of my friends. But besides right. that, uh, don't leave them in your car because they can and will shrink. Is that right? That's Yeah. Crocs shrink in the heat. That's what, that's what they're saying. No idea. Then do leave yeah. them in your car and get back with society and yeah, stop no wearing Crocs in public. All right, a couple of the uh, baseless fun facts here. Uh, the budget for the movie American Graffiti, which I actually watched the other night. It was on really? Netflix. Yeah, is it back hold up? It, yeah. You can tell it's dated the way it's yeah. filmed and everything period, else, but it's, it's like still great. Piece. Yeah, it's a period piece, yeah. so but it's still great. Um, the exact the exact budget was seven hundred and seventy seven thousand hundred thousand seven hundred and seventy seven dollars and seventy seven cents. Really, all seven straight across, and it was delivered on budget. No kidding. Yeah, so George Lucas straight actually sevens. handled it. Yeah, that was uh, Harrison Ford's first movie. Yeah. Well, it's like second, but the first oh, you're one. Right. Newer, first, first yeah. one. Yeah. Suzanne yeah. Summers too, right? Yeah, she was in it. Yeah, uh, the chick from Moonlighting. 
Sybil Shepard. She was in oh. it? Isn't she? No, she was in no, the Texas in one. Paris, Texas. Yeah. The Yellow Rose or whatever that is. That's right. I always confused. But Ron Howard, Shirley, Dreyfus. Yeah, Laverne yeah. Shirley. Shirley was in it. Shirley was in it. Dreyfus is in it. Yeah. yeah. It's got a huge cast. You know, I never, I watched Carrie it Fisher one. in that one too? No. No. No, no Carrie no. Fisher. Well, she would have been like seven. She was uh, 19 no. in Star Wars. Who was uh, John Phillips? Uh, Mackenzie. Uh, Mackenzie Phillips. Yeah, she's in it. That's right. From One Day at a Time. Yeah, yeah I, I watched that when I was a kid, and I didn't get it, so I didn't like it. I, I should probably revisit that. Is that's it worth cool. it? I think it is, but I'm a car yeah. guy, too, yeah, so like true. all the cars in it, it's great. Yeah, Wolfman so, Jack's in it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The great and powerful wolf. Yes. How great was radio back then that you could just be good at it and be in major movies? Like Wolfman Jack was in a lot of movies. A lot of movies in the I tell you what, I could have been in a movie, ah, but, but, you know, I got offered so many movies, I just didn't want to leave my family. I told Spielberg to pack it. I'm a, <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Dave Pratt has too much to do here on the radio. I don't want to do movies. <laughs> I was supposed to be hand solos. <laughs> I just didn't have the time. And as a perpetual liar of the last five decades, I just have to lay. Well, I was supposed to be E.T. for a minute. <laughs> they asked me to be in Chariots of Fire, but I was too fast. <laughs> uh, the internet is. as we know it is just, its it seems like it's a lot older, but it's just around 12,500 days old. Oh, I can't days. do the math on that. That what? can't be right. Yeah, because it was 1960-something, right? Well, the internet as we know it. Oh, the not internet like, as we yeah, know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Crap. But as we know it. How many years ago? So from dial-up to... That's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. So from like Windows 95 till now, probably. Yeah. I'm so old. In computer class, we had the modem that you put the phone on. Oh, yeah. That was our computer. Like the old War Games uh, yeah, modem, exactly. yeah. It was March 31st, 1989 was 12,500 days ago. The internet as we know it, yeah, I would. Because I had pretty close. I had Q Link on my Commodore sixty four. Yeah, I was going to say we were dialing up eighty eight, eighty seven. Yeah, but you couldn't go to. But at that time, you weren't really necessarily going to like, you know, big websites and things like that. You could downloading music or no pictures. But you weren't doing that in eighty nine either. Maybe I think that's what he's saying. In eighty nine, you weren't doing anything. You could download pictures. The weird part was you could, but they were digital. They weren't like your pictures. Well, and it took forever. It it took forever. They were mostly chat sites. Like Q Link was mostly it was a dial up modem, and mostly you could talk to perverts trying to beat off to kids, (laughs) which we discovered immediately. That and there was a game that we like, kind of like Bard's Tale or something like that, where it was one of those. You see this? What what choice do you make here? Yeah, there was a lot of that. Load of those. But we could, you could, it all, it had like things where it's like shopping and you click on shopping and, and then it'd say in the future, all of your things will be purchased on this. I don't know. Well, literally the stores remember. will be available on the internet. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. And it never happened. The only thing I used Q-Link for, for the Commodore 64, nobody knew about it. I never wrote a paper again. It gave you this massive encyclopedia. Yeah. Now, like the, it was just somebody typed in the encyclopedia, so right. I could get information about anything. Not like you can today with Google, but that encyclopedia was pretty handy for me writing papers. Pretty well, great. I, I just remember we had we had the AOL, the you know, oh, yeah. you hear the old dial-up thing. But and that was the, probably ninety-seven, ninety-six. I don't know when did AOL start up. Oh, it was definitely nineties. It was like late 90s or mid to I late was 90s. At, I was at Washington State in 98, and I was getting the AOL CDs at that point. Yeah, because I had email at the first yeah. radio job I had. Well, AOL started Earth, in 85. Yeah, it did? Earth, That's what Earth it says. Was way May 24th, 85. Yeah, when I first started in radio, we were getting those 
Earthlink. I endorsed were Earthlink. Still a thing. That you did? Yeah, our Earthlink was my first. Uh, you want to talk about us on the air? I'm like, what does that mean? Well, we'll give you the product. You can enjoy it. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't know anything about the internet. Right. Earthlink showed up. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Little didn't we know yeah. Pornhub was on yeah. its way. Oh, and, oh, man. Well, that was back in the days when Earthlink gave me speedy enough internet to get uh, Jenny Cam going. And I could uh, whack off to every 15-minute update at her house. This and chicken Sacramento. Not either. at all. But I she mean, was in the first like, naked girl oh, that was oh, know, like just wandering around. And, you know. And then every once in a while, some fat guy would come over and hose her. And she'd archive all the shots. Every 15 minutes, it would take another, like, two-second video of her hanging around the house. And then when it went video, it was like, this is nuts. If she takes a shower, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> and she was not attractive. No, no. no. And all. We all knew at, yeah. about her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jenny Kim was our first internet beatdown. <laughs> uh, the creator of uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, Stephen Hillenberg, had a degree in both animate, anim- blah, 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 animation and marine biology. Wow. So. Wow. Right, no idea right what that. you know. Yeah. Uh, Didn't he pass away? He had brain cancer or something. That I don't know. I think you may be right. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's one for us. American women have the fourth biggest boobs in the world. Oh, Brazil. Well, no. But there's a reason. It's largely because, because they're yeah. overweight. Yeah, they're fat. Yeah. But Wait, uh, I do have I do have a list of the uh, who would be Is the it biggest Scandinavian one of the Scandinavian mm-hmm. countries. Yeah, it's Sweden, Sweden or Norway. Norway, Norway, number Norway's one. got the biggest boobs C to in the D. World. And they don't seem huge, like people. So those are nice racks. Most Scandinavian women are 5'10". Yeah, they're tall. Yeah. So they, C's they're and pro- D's up they're there. They're proportional. Yeah. Nice. What's uh, second? Luxembourg. Okay. What? Yeah. Followed by Iceland. <laughs> and then us. Another and us, then the UK, Venezuela, Colombia, Sweden, Netherlands. Huh. Wow. Australia is uh, like bees. Yeah, they got they're down at the bottom. But you know why they got big That's- legs. Yeah, they they all like play rugby and Australia. Oh. All of them are athletes. So the whole where, nation is athletic. That's where all the protein goes. Yeah, I, they're just all so fit. It seemed that way when I was there, at least. Well, it doesn't take much to look at our country and just not. Oh no, yeah. The first words that come to your mouth. You know what's funny? Not fit. I was watching. Uh, I was a baseball. I think it was a Cubs. Or no, I was watching the Diamondbacks game on Father's Day, and they kept talking about a full house. And I remember Harry Carey and. Uh, Arnie Harris, the old director of the Cubs games. Every game. Hey, Arnie's taking a look out in the crowd. Take a look at these beautiful ladies out of the way from Skogie. <laughs> and he'd fire off like a picture of six or seven gorgeous women. And just cans hanging out. Yeah. And then like, that's God. The bleachers has some people out here. They've moved down here from Wakakash. And they're down at the game today <laughs> taking a look at the cabbies. Beautiful women. And, and watching the Diamondbacks game the other day. They pan the crowd, and I'm like, never do that again. Really? <laughs> never do that again. There's nothing. There was no one in that crowd worth focusing on. Arnie would have had the worst day of his life, and Harry's like, Arnie, how come we're not out in the crowd? They're all whales now, Harry. Holy cow, Stoner said it, not me. <laughs> I was going to say, pull Arnie out of yeah. retirement. Arnie needs to come sense. back because he used to, he used to scour the crowd for beautiful women and find one every game. I don't think you're I don't. It is a long search now because everyone just in camera shot. Was just horrendous, and not men too. Like we're 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 becoming what we used to make fun of with Russia, big weird blobby people in ugly clothes. Well, I look like Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all look. Yeah, it's just. And then the beautiful ones don't go to baseball games. They're too busy Instagramming themselves in front of stairwells. 
Well, you can see it on the kiss cam when they show up every five oh. minutes. It's like some hog up there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, don't and the guy's that. like, really? You're going to make me? Ah, Christ. It's bad enough I took her out. Yeah. I mean, I'm out in public with it. That's yeah. enough. It doesn't need to be spotlit. Uh, John, if this radio thing doesn't quite work out for you, we'll get okay. a job for you over in the U.K. There's a uh, U.K. billionaire looking for a new dog nanny, paying 127 k a year. Uh, you do have to move to the U.K. British money, that's almost uh, 200000 Yeah, It's like one seventy. You do have to move to the U.K., and you have to be cool with traveling the world on their dime. Yeah, that's a, uh, totally seven, cool with that. Give me an application. That's my retirement sakes. plan, to watch people's dogs, wealthy people's dogs. Yeah. Uh, looking for a living dog nanny. Uh, you're going to be living rent free in the guest house. Okay. I mean, this is like Stedman for dogs. So you get one hundred and twenty thousand yep. dollars. One hundred twenty-seven. Yep. They're covering your nut on the house. Mm-hmm. You just keep an eye on their dogs. Yeah. So you're basically staying in their mansion rent free at the guest house. Are I can they do involved this. with the dogs at all, or is it all on me? It doesn't say. I, I mean, mean, I we don't can... care. I have found the dream. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, this radio thing's worked out just fine. But that sounds better. So I may be leaving. <laughs> Speaking of if radio things don't work out, I had lunch with uh, our boss, Trip and yeah. our other boss, Larry, yesterday. Oh, is he quitting? No. But Trip and I were, you know, Trip had a uh, a glass of adult beverage, and I had a couple of adult beverages at lunch. And so, and Larry had, he tried to order Midori Sour, oh. and everybody at Buck and Ride was like, what is that? And the I'm like, laugh track started yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, just, yeah, you immediately heard the whole Buck and Ride was like, he ordered it. He did it as a joke, right? So I'm like, I'm guessing you don't have a lot of sororities popping in, so there's no possible way you have Midori. But if you do, please make that. And he's like, never mind, I just have a lemonade. So we're we're going, we're having a nice time. It gets free and easy. The conversation's flowing. And Tripp says something about Larry. It was a work-based meeting, and then it turned into just guys talking. And and uh, Tripp says to Larry something like, you know, you got to find a nice girl. Is it because you're looking for a Jew, a specific type? <laughs> and I go, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. And I start laughing. And Larry, Larry's like, no, she doesn't have to be Jewish. It's not that. Well, I mean, then if you haven't narrowed it down, I think you should find a nice Jewish girl, Larry. And then Tripp makes the biggest mistake in Larry history. Oh, no. Where he's like, because, I mean, look. Let's say I get rid of you at KUPD. You can oh, always Jesus bake Christ. bagels. You're really no. good at. Ch- I'm like you. <laughs> you just fired. You're him. joking, but in his mind, he heard. You I just- gotta let you go, and you can make bagels for a living. So I'm not worried about you. And I know Larry's face just <sighs> dropped. Did you like, say that at lunch? Yes, I said. Oh, okay. you don't know what you've just done. And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "You didn't even think of this. You just told him." You're on the cutting block, but thank God you're good at making bagels. Did you check in with him last night? Is no, I texted him when I got home. Okay. Like, you know he was just goofing. I'm like, I'm going to hear about this later in the week. And yeah, Larry's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, this is going to live with you. You heard him. He's t- he's thinking about getting rid of me. He's thinking about getting rid of me. And I told Thanks, Trip. And Larry went to the bathroom. We're like, what were you thinking? I, I didn't even. It was a joke. <laughs> like, you can't do that. No. <laughs> Guy's sensitive. He's winning. He's been winning his whole career, but you you just plant that seed. The poor guy's gonna that's gonna eat him alive. Well, he's good at making bagels. Maybe that's his calling. Stop it! Stop it, you wicked old bastard. He's not lying. Now. I know he's really good. Those are the best bagels I've ever had. And I said, and I said, uh, then we came up with names for Larry's store, and then it stopped at baked Jew, and we ended up. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work out. Larry's a good sport, though. He took his firing well. <laughs> he can bake I hope he shows up today. Yeah. Oh, and Tripp said that. still alive. I heard. I, oh, I know. I, he's probably dangling. Yeah. 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 
All right. Uh, with, with us working the, these early morning hours, a lot of times I'll, I'll take a nap in the afternoon. Sure. Oh, and uh, I, I, apparently I need to take more because a study found that people who take naps have bigger brains. Oh. That's right. Well, then my brain is massive. <laughs> Our brains shrink as we get older, but if found taking short naps when you feel like you need them, can can prevent it from shrinking, and uh, 15 minutes is just enough. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I, I do. I, I surpass that. More than 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, me too. I knock out full days sometimes. <laughs> Yesterday, I didn't get one, and it was like a child. I didn't get my nap. <laughs> and then I got that nonsense running around my backyard with the police last night. You guys do realize I didn't get a nap today. It uh, looks like, uh, well, if, if Larry does go to the bagel making thing and he's, he's actually fired, well, it, looks, it looks like AI can now predict hit songs with 97% accuracy. Wow. Uh, wait a minute. Say again? AI is predicting hit songs with 97% accuracy. So we don't need program directors anymore at all. I didn't say that. <laughs> Brett, uh, I'm going to hide this from Trevor. I hate to say this, but it. Larry, fire up the oven. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? He's a wow. What? You guys are the, wow. you're the biggest. Wow. <laughs> well, you knew that with me. Come on. Uh, it's basically saying that oh. previous attempts have been made with AI, and now they've perfected it because before it was around 50-50, or so it was a coin, you know, basically a yeah. coin flip. But uh, AI now, knows. Now with all the stats, it's up to 97%. That's impressive. If it's going to be a hit or not. I read a thing a long time ago that said a hit, a classic song that you know is going to be a hit immediately has at least two songs it's kind of stolen from that make you familiar with it right away. Like, the, the key to a hit pop song is that it's got familiarity to another hit pop song without stealing from it. Well, look at Greta Van Fleet. Well, Greta Van Fleet stole everything from Led Zeppelin. And the, the problem I had with Greta Van Fleet wasn't that they were, you know, a tribute band to Zeppelin. is that yeah. they said they weren't. No, we're doing our own thing. We don't even think we we don't really think we sound like anyone. It's like stop it. Yeah, you're try you're dressing like them. Yeah, I mean, you're good. You're Led Zeppelin Junior. And you know it. Stop. Yeah, but the problem is they won't admit it. No, that's oh, the thing. Oh, we sound closer to Aerosmith. Yeah, no, you they don't. started to name other bands. I'm like, no, you dress like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You sound like Led Zeppelin, and you're trying to sound like. And that's fine. Good yeah. for you. You're good at it. Airborne. Flat out admitted. They own it. Yep. We stole from ACDC because yeah. we love them There's and we want to do it too. Yeah. We take it as a compliment because yep. that's our favorite band. Yeah, we love them. So you saying we sound like them is great. Uh, we're not going to do any smugglers news, but I do have one. Uh, some, some, some idiot in Kansas got caught trying to smuggle meth into jail <laughs> with it sewn into his KNIX underwear. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What? <laughs> well, I threw in the KNIX. Oh, yeah. Right. I threw in the KNIX oh, Dirty diapers. <laughs> he yeah. sewed something into him. Sewed, sewed the meth into his underwear. Oh God! Only in Kansas. Yeah. And Florida. Florida yeah. would do that. Well, they don't have underwear in Florida. So. Uh, and finally, here's uh, here's some things that we just love about summertime. Number one, the longer days, more light in the evenings. Yeah. I, don't know why. I like your soft voice delivery yes. on this. Uh, number two, not having to wear a coat. Unless you work in the KUPD right. studios because took off it's insane right. in it was here. It 20 degrees when we got here this morning. Uh, the smell of freshly cut grass. Oh, yeah. Love that still. Eating outdoors, both in your backyard and at uh, restaurants Who, out and about. Whose doors? Outdoors. Oh, I think yeah, it's like outdoors. eating outdoors. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Someone's name. <laughs> no, not, not Jim Morrison. <laughs> eating <man>. outdoors <laughs> on your patio. Uh, sleeping with the windows open, which is not true for here, but this is... No. Yeah. Getting a tan... 
Easy. Wearing shorts every day and not wearing socks, which is ugh, it's, it's not Miami Vice, pal. That's gross. Uh, and uh, the first sip of beer or a glass of wine on a warm day. Oh, so, I fun of Postinos. I just got the uh, Tully, uh, Scott Haynes said. Uh, Brett said today is the longest day of the year, but not if you're on the SS Toledo's dad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no daylight for you. So. <laughs> That says Toledo's dad has me rolling. I can't find So let's go off to the videos. Apparently, I think Toledo said that uh, Brady threw in oh. a couple uh, entries oh, no. for Ross us. Ross KPD so. on his way out of town said, here's a couple, here's jams. A couple of pops I threw so, at you. We'll see. We'll see if they're worthy. Right. I, I put them up here just because. These are must-see Brady videos. Must-see Brady right. videos. And important enough for him to give to us on a day that he's this not a here. little, uh, like a recital. Um, okay, go with that. Inside. Off the picture, Brady. Here That's we go. I'm seeing there. Oh, man. That's look like a recital holding where a bunch babies. of people holding babies are now in fist fights. A bunch, bunch of mothers in hijabs. Either hijabs? Hijabs or hijabs? Hijabs. Hijabs. Okay. Man, they are swinging for it. This is going on right now in the SS Toledo's dad. Oh, grab one of the kids. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that can be used as a weapon. That's Patel's Man. wife trying to <laughs> trying to get some answers from the uh, the sub crew. Patel family reunion did not go well. <laughs> All right, and then this one uh, we've had similar ones before. It's Brady on a rascal. Yep, testing out his skills on the scooter. Oh, he's going to oh. try to make it up a ramp. Oh, he's wheeling out oh, the fat oh, man down. Off the pavement, fat man down. He's in concussion protocol. Oh, yeah, his head hits the oh. pavement hard. Oh, yeah, fat guy's got. Hopefully there's enough neck fat to keep like a like he had a neck brace on and protected him. And then uh, I didn't know rollerblades were still a thing. They're not. But uh, oh, I seen a, this one yesterday. Here's a group of them. Rollerbladers filming themselves going. Right, look behind him. Scream. Like oh, here comes a gaggle of them. That's pride. Oh, they're all holding on to each other. Yep. It is pride train month. Train a rollerblader. Is- Keep watching. Oh, God. They're in like some sort of jungle thing. Oh, oh, the whole gaggle behind the lead guy <laughs> is down. <laughs> it is a pile of 90s. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> You're the only survivor, leader. Right. Uh, wow. Those are yeah. the ones that I have for today. And the last the rollerblader one was from David Carbo. Yeah, I don't get it. It's pretty good. And uh, we'll start with this one. This one's entitled Get Cupped. Okay. With a P or with a CK? With P. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're always worried about that. Yes. <laughs> the Toledo's stars in Spielberg's Get Cupped. Oh, what's what? happening? He's hitting some kid in the head with a cup. A little plastic cup. It's making a terrible noise. One guy bashes another guy's bloody head. Oh, it is. And he's bleeding profusely after he's getting bashed in the head by a plastic cup, and that guy will not stop swinging. That sound is the cup splitting the head open of a little... It looks like uh, Russell from Up is being... Oh, he's got... Look at that gash. Just torn apart. Stop it. You've won. It's a good thing the guy videoing isn't doing anything. Yeah. Exactly. Well, he's on the second story. What are you going to do? That is a dangerous, lethal cup. It's a good cup. By the way, that might be Thailand. That is one of their fancier restaurants there. Is it? That is the- Why you do tell you the, go there? Yeah, you can tell by the blood on the floor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the plastic furniture. Wow. Uh, this one's just entitled, I think I'll order a pizza. Okay. Uh-oh, is this stuck in a dryer-ish? Okay. Oh, oh my God. They got a pot boiling with human parts. What? There's a human ah! being in the boiling water. What? Is there words to this? Is there no. sound? 
Uh, oh my God! It's a dude dressed like you know jeans and a T-shirt oh, with a human body, hands, cooking multiple hands inside a, a cauldron, a head, a bunch of hands, and a clearly a cut off leg. Hey, not not for nothing, but you're going to need some stock in there. Yeah, you got you got to get <laughs> some boiling water. Or oh, that's it. there you go. It's not going to soften. Some beef broth. Yeah, well, he's got some help. Let's pull okay. a Brady. Got this all is, hands on deck, yeah, there, Chief. <laughs> this is a, oh, this is why Porkopolis went out of business, guys. Brady. <laughs> It's is it bad that I assume this is real because it's in some sort of weird African village and I assume cannibals are not real? at all. Okay, yeah. wow, wow. Uh, this one I've never seen anything like that. That's yeah, brand that's, new to that's me. The first, I've never seen a cauldron of boiling human ever. Uh, and again, it's seemingly a group of people just enjoying just the day, like throwing the, the frisbee around. Yeah. Yep. Saturday is the longest day of the year. Happy playing summer. Some, playing some cornhole on the side, you know. We're going to eat makda today. It's going to be great. No one liked makda. It's delicious. And speaking of summertime and barbecues, we have one right here for you. Uh-oh. Yeah. Summertime barbecue. We got a little fire. Oh, and then, there's a no, guy, there's a guy resting in the fire. He seems to be on fire and not really anxious yeah. to get up. And nobody's no, trying to put him out. I think he's a... Uh, Tied together. Oh, he's still, he's still, yeah. oh, they got him tied yeah. to it. Yeah. So this is a gang thing. There are an awful lot of people watching. And look at everybody's taking, uh, you know, wow. videos of it yeah. and stuff. And look at the crowd. There must so, be a hundred people gathered around I'm this guy burning I'm guessing that you played your videos out of order, Brett. Wow. So I think that was, yeah, that was before. Why? Because after, they're in another African country? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. All right, Toledo. And they carved him yeah. up and ate him. Yeah. That's, 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 they're not that's, hypocrites. Let's see if we can get to that. It's like a taste made video. They're showing you how to cook. You don't waste the. You don't waste the meat. And this one's uh, just entitled Caught Thief. All right. Good God, Brett. These are morbid, dark videos. There's another guy burning to death. What are you doing? What's going on? (laughs) Everybody's being charcoaled in Brett's feed today. Yeah. He's just sitting there. It's the first day of summer. It's barbecue time. Oh, Oh, they put a little something on him to accelerate the fire. Put a little uh, mesh towel over his head to start the fire going. Yeah, he needs some kindling. Yeah, wow. I gotta throw some maple chips on there. <laughs> wow. Jeez. We cooked that one on Mesquite and Janney. <laughs> wow. Well, it's summer, so yeah, yeah I figure hey, we'll do careful. some barbecue videos. The PSA. That's right. Just say be careful out there. It's awfully hot. You don't want to be like these guys. Fantastic. Well done, Brett. There the Guinea go. Gazette. Get used to that for a couple of days while Brady's gone. I think I can. That's not so bad. It's 98 KUPD. Thanks, Brett. Arizona's most powerful. Rock Radio Station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? And this is a very uh, interesting... Oh, by the way, a lot of people enjoyed uh, the Guinea Gazette. Uh, I do like the new name, and I have to give credit where credit's due. Who who came up with that? Was uh, Oh, I have to find it. Um, Was it Andres? No. Oh, I can't find it anywhere. But they they want to call it the Forget About It Report, which I actually really think is pretty solid. I think right. the Forget About It Report might be what we call uh, when you fill in for Brady. And okay. the reason Brady's not here is because his uh, his father, of course, uh, the great Tom Torpedo Bogan, passed away a couple weeks ago. And uh, Brady is now going back to Columbus, uh, left this morning, probably in the air right now, wheels up, uh, to the service for, honestly, and I say this, uh, you know, with great sincerity, one of the kindest most in, incredibly nice people I've ever met. Um, Super kind. Out of nowhere once, about five years ago, a package came to my door, and it was uh, it was the middle of May. 
and it was a, a well, you know, like, you know, I get packages every day. And open it up, and it was a present. It was a wrap present for Megan. It was her birthday. Oh, and I'm like, somebody sent you a present, and opened it up, and it was a journal, well, like a leather bound little journal, and inside of it uh, was a note from Torp to Megan, and he knew Megan okay, yeah, and it was one of the nicest. Letters anybody could have ever written, the most thoughtful thing that anybody could have ever done for someone that, you know, he'd, he'd met in passing. He enjoyed my company. I enjoyed his a lot. But I don't know that we were, you know, in the, in the best friend realm. I, I thought the world to twerp. He sent Megan one of the most heartfelt notes that somebody who kind of knows you could send. And it was just so incredibly human that I just fell in love with the guy a little more. Uh, Brady's dad was was truly one of the nicest people ever. And you could talk to him about anything, never rile him up. Uh, he never had a moment's, uh, you know, like anger towards something. He was Always so... Always had a giggle where you were concerned. Yeah, just Every time even you had keeled. him on the phone. Oh, yeah. And he, <laughs> and he know, was, oh, John. hey, hey, hey. He, you, you could make him uncomfortable and he'd walk right through it. The man walked through everything. And just it truly was one of the more unique and kind people I've ever met. Uh, honestly, and he, and you know, I wish I'd have known him better. I only oh, met yeah. him one time, and you, and you just were better off. The room was better with Torp in it. Yeah. I always said that. Like when Torp came in the room, the room was better. Uh, so watching Brady go through this and his family has actually been sort of uh, a little celebration here. Brady has had his chance to say goodbye to his dad uh, over the years. We've kind of made fun of his last fishing trip and his last golf game. His last, and this is finally it. And everybody meets this day. Uh, eventually, you know, we're all going to face it. But it was, uh, it's truly kind of an uplifting passing in a weird way. And I know that's easy to say. I know the family's going through a lot. But um, with Torp going away, uh, you can really kind of register a, a life well lived. And we tease Brady all the time about his secrets and his Cuban revolution. But I think of the things the guy went through. Uh, so I want to do this while Brady goes off to pay tribute to his dad. We need to do it here. He was part of the show. Whenever they came to town, Torp would come in here and sit on the couch. I'm going to miss that. I, I I already missed it when he was kind of incapacitated and unable to travel. I gave him a chest bump once. Uh, he was, was probably about six years ago. He was at the house for a Steelers game, and the uh, Steelers scored a touchdown, and I chest bumped my buddy Joe. He's uh, he's one of the Steelers fans. Joe's a bigger dude. He, he looks like a terrorist. We call him Terrorist Joe because he's got, like, the beard and nothing more. He looks like Bin Laden's, like, biggest fan. And so uh, I come around the corner, and Joe and I do a, a you know jumping chest bump. As part of our celebration after Steelers touchdown, and Torp goes, "Hey, hey, that's pretty cool," and we start laughing. Well, t- Charlie Wolf is there, and Charlie is the nephew. Uh, people who listen to the show for a long time remember Charlie Brady's nephew worked here. He was the atheist of the family and just black sheeped his way around. And they blame me for that, but it wasn't my fault. Charlie's in the end of this. Yeah, Charlie's in this. Uh, this clip we're about to play. But Torp looks at me and goes, "Hey, that's pretty cool." I'm like, "Next touchdown, Torp," and there will be more. I'm coming around. I'm giving you one. Hey, all right. Got to be careful, though. I just had open-heart surgery last year. I'm like, okay. So I give the ch- another touchdown. Smash Joe in the chest with a chest. But bam! Joe and I, boom, we're in the air. We do that perfect chest bump bounce back. It's like it's it's symmetrical. It's it's artistic. It's almost choreographed beautifully. It's a dance move. Torp comes, like, shuffling over like, it's my turn. Charlie, thank God. Charlie goes, no, no, no. Uh, and call him Pop Pop or something. I don't remember. Grandpa, you got to stand by the couch just in case. And I'm like, I'm not going to smash him. And so Torque goes, all right, let's do this. And he puts his chest up in the air, and I go over to tap it. And I'm, I, I make contact with this frail feather of a man. <laughs> and Torp's feeling good. Give him a bump, and I send him right into the couch. <laughs> and, and I just hear his mom, uh, Bunny, come around. I go, geez, he's, 
He's 84. Why did you do that? I'm like, he asked me to do it. And Torp laid there, you know, a fresh crack in the center of his chest probably. And he <laughs> and he said, "Ah, oh, it's fine. I asked for it, buddy. We're all we're all okay." He wasn't okay. It was it scared him to death. Uh, but that's just kind of the guy he was. He was like, nobody ever did anything bad. He took responsibility for his own self. And we had a good laugh. And I felt bad, but he was like, no, no, you didn't do anything wrong. Immediately put me at ease because the whole room just thought I attacked an old man. <laughs> He's just such a good guy. And the better part was, and maybe the reason he sent Megan that journal, well, the first time, he didn't know my first wife's name. He kept calling her Genevieve. Her name was Geneva. And I remember uh, first meeting him and she was there and everybody loved him. Comes over and he's like, well, it was nice to meet you, Genevieve. And didn't correct him, close enough. <laughs> and gives him a hug. And he's like, ooh, that's all you heard. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, and he takes two steps away and he turns around. And he goes, did I tell you how nice it was to meet you? And he goes back in for another hug. And goes, ooh, he's just smashing her boobs up against him. And that's funny because you're old, when you're old, you get that gift. But you do that with Megan, too. A few years later, he's saying goodbye to Megan. Ah. And he's giving me the eyebrows like, yeah, and squeezing her in. And he lets her go and says goodbye to everybody else. He goes, have I said goodbye to you yet? And I'm like, this is a get. You do this a lot. Like, this is a move. Grabs her again. Oh, ah, he's adorable. Smashing those fake cans here, up against Weinstein. him. Like, yeah, she couldn't get enough of pushing those, those inserts up against that old man's ribs. And he loved it. And he was just the best guy in the world. So my hat's off to Torp Bogan, Tom Torpedo Bogan. I'm going to miss that guy uh, from my perspective. And I know... Uh, Brady's family and love Brady to death. He's uh, one of my best friends and can't do this this long with somebody uh, without having that kind of relationship. We're like a married couple. We bicker, we argue, we we punch, we fight, but deep down we got each other's backs and we know it. And uh, one of the great reasons Brady is a good person is because of Torp. So this is a clip from when Torp uh, was in the room and we. this was his last visit. Remember we were teasing like, you're never going to get this chance again. You're on your last legs, old man. And this is from 2016. So this is, we've been counting him out for about eight years, yeah. Torp was here, and Torp and Brady had never had the birds and the bees talk. Okay. Uh, they never spoke of sex. It was taboo. The topic was unnecessary. So we gave Torp the opportunity to talk to his son about sex for the very first time on the air. And Torp and the birds and the bees, well, Torp's grandson, Charlie, sat in the room wildly uncomfortable listening <laughs> to Torp and Brady explain this. I haven't heard this since it happened. So it's Torp and Brady uh, and a... Uh, a hearty, uh, a laurel and a hearty handshake to Torp Bogan and uh, the Bogan family as they go through this uh, necessary but uncomfortable time in life. Torp will miss you, buddy, and uh, here's our little eulogy and tribute to you. But uh, it is uh, Torp Bogan, Brady's dad, is here. Uh, you watched your son play in his tennis tournament this weekend. 83, Pretty... two weeks ago. Hey, happy birthday. I didn't know it was your Oh, that's right. Your birthday is October, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's October right. Happy 6th. birthday. Congratulations. Uh, 83 is? Yeah. How old are you? That's good. You look great. Thank you. That's good. Are you feeling all right for 83? Pretty good. What's the best thing about being 83 years old, Torp? Uh, well, I got a handicap sticker. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. <laughs> Some of the many benefits. And what is the worst thing that the you said like being the 83? Uh, well, my golf game's gone. It's stop. gone to gone to crap, huh? Yeah. It's no good. Yeah. We were talking about it yesterday. Yeah. What What are we shooting? What have your? I shoot in the eighties. Yeah. If you hit eighty three, uh, you can pop well, it every once in a while. I just turned eighty three. I tried to try to hit eighty two. How'd you do? Which I've, I've done it. You've gotten you've, you've shot your age. Well, that's yeah. that's the accomplishment that uh, everybody's still for, pretty so good, Dad. Really amazing. Give me a little Artie Shaw over there, Toledo. Let's get to, this. Is a song uh, that you like called "Begin the Beguine." Yeah. Oh we, yeah, we feel that, that jam. Aaron. A beguine is a rumba uh, or 
a, a Dutch lesbian. A We're, philanthropic, <laughs> Dutch, a philanthropic Dutch lesbian. Uh, we discovered Charlie is also here. Brady's nephew uh, is also with us. And uh, this is a very uh, touching moment, Torp. I don't know if Brady uh, explained to you what's going to happen here right now. Oh, it's all a surprise. You're okay. a bit on the spot, but at the same time, this is uh, you've neglected your duties as a father and possibly as a grandfather, we would say. And well, grandfathers that, are supposed to do that? No. Well, if, if he it's, didn't, well, I guess because it's Amy, is uh, it's your daughter's son, he's I, he's not your responsibility. But You're only throwing Charlie in here to try to make it more uncomfortable. No, please. Father has nothing to do with it's, it. It's actually, it actually, Brady, I disagree. The dominoes fall from, from him. So he didn't have, and it doesn't really count with Amy. So in a way, you're right. It's okay. just to have Charlie yes. make everything a little bit weirder. <laughs> but uh, as a father, to have the talk with your son then passes that on to how he'll handle it with his son later. Yes, you, that's right. Brady said to us, and Brady uh-huh. never had the talk. A sex talk. <laughs> no, it was taboo in those days. Well, now, yeah. Torp, it's 2016. Then, Tommy, did you ever talk to Tommy either? No, not at all. And, and it was taboo in a way that like... Let him go. Yuck, or... Uh, I didn't I just, have to talk to Charlie. No, no, that was, <laughs> no, no, and, no, and that does that isn't quite fair, but Charlie has some questions because the family was, uh, you know, because it was taboo back then, too, so we might have to... Did some, uh, Bunny talk to Amy? Uh, possibly, but I don't think so. Yeah. Now, does the term put a sock in it? Uh, would that, was I right about where that came from? Is like when a, a young girl comes to her mother back in the olden days... And I says, I don't know what's going on. Uh, my body, have their period. but I think I just <laughs> had my. I think, and then I think old people just said, "Ah, put a sock in it." And then cotton started the whole trend. When I when I was going around with various girls, <laughs> it was called a curse. Yeah. <laughs> well, it still is, Torb. Nothing's changed. Uh, so many things have stayed the same. Did you make him wander the earth? <laughs> That's what John wants to go back to. <laughs> so let me you get know, this right. Hold on a second. Day. This is your father. <laughs> when, your fa- when, when, you were, when you say you were running around with girls, yes. you knew when they were cursed? Oh, they told me. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. they? To keep you off of them? And you'd stay oh, yeah. away. Nice yeah. work. Torp was playing. All right. No, this... no, I wasn't playing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. You already gave that secret away. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, since you didn't have, about what age do you think is appropriate to have the talk with a boy? Well, I would say. Uh, 52? Fi- no, no. Because <laughs> that's when you're going to. We would like you, because Brady feels like he missed out on that. But have, they... have the talk with, with Brady that you never had. That's but, what but, we would like I, to do. I'd like to do that in private. Nope. Sorry. Oh, sorry. This is sorry. private. This is private. Nobody's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Between <laughs> us. We've been playing Artie Shaw. Tree. We've been playing Artie Shaw for five minutes. Nobody's just stare listening. at Brady while you talk just, to him. Yeah, and just be look just at you. Brady. <laughs> and what do you think? Because this is also educational. You can be the one who, some father out there that feels like it's taboo. It's a very important topic to keep pregnancies and like that AIDS mess that, you know, you got to keep it right. So let's say you and Brady is 52 years old. He's never had the Talk. Maybe 51, he, John. Yeah, you're Come close on. enough. You look terrible. Let's get right to it. You look 50, you read it at a 52 year old level. Uh, this could have hurt Brady, like in the past. Maybe that's yeah. why he had trouble with ladies he early didn't, on. He didn't have the discussion. He didn't have to. He knew. Yeah, he did. No, he knew. He knew you were just now, fine. Torp, here's the other air. side of it. Wow. Um, we know that if we leave it to you to do privately, you won't do it. <laughs> Well, I don't have to do it. So no, Brady's going to ask if you. Yes, you, you do. Brady is completely clueless. He's completely clueless. Back. Trust we're, me. We're going back in the time machine. We're going back in the time machine. Oh, we're going right to those. Yeah. We don't even so, get like the beginnings Torp, of the. I, before you ask the question, Brady, and don't even open it. Torp, I'd like you to just picture Brady as the rotund teenager that he was, and sit down and say, "Boy, we need to have a talk." And well, just how would you go about that with your young son? Let me tell you this: he was not rotund. 
<laughs> well, all right. He was a strapping the, young lad. Yeah. The, re- the wrestling coach had him running cross country. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. So, so about he, that, about the age you to talk to him, he oh, was in great shape. He was a. He was, he was. A, possibly getting oh, yeah. ladies. He was trying. Yeah. Right. More important for you to even sit down. How, how would you broach the subject with him today? Twenty sixteen. You've got to do it. What, what do you uh, say? Let's see. I, well, when you start out, when a man loves a woman. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. He's already married now. <laughs> I know, so. but oh, no, no, he's still clueless. I'm, I'm 15. Yeah, let's say he's yeah. 15. Torp, have the talk with your son. It's it's a hole well, in his life. I don't want to be here anymore. Yes, you do, Charlie. Shut <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> you need to listen to this. Yeah, Come this on, is Charlie. important stuff. Well, I always said uh, in my uh, growing up that uh, you want to be tough with the women. And for instance, yes. g- grab him by the. <laughs> no, not to grab him. <laughs> okay, finish this. All right, you want to be, be tough? So with this the is women. how you start, Brady. You got to be tough with a woman. All right, go ahead. Okay. Well, I I, I can't re- I can't recite anything from the Bible, but that's what sure I you probably could. told oh, him. Oh, I see. Okay, because he was a Christian at a young age. Okay, which I wasn't. So it took you, me a few years. Okay, that, so yeah. so biblically, you would say what? You're gonna be tough with a lady, and does that no? Mean, I wouldn't say that. Knock her that. around. <laughs> what, what are we We're talking about? about this yeah. ain't going well. We're talking about a ladies' man. You you want to be tough with ladies if you want to get. Ladies oh, you got you got to be a tough man. You got to yeah. be you got to be man. Keep your mojo. Okay, so yeah, you get so Brady Brady uh, is, is in the room. You, you notice he's hanging out with some girls. You're a little worried. You don't want some teen pregnancy at the house. You uh, gotta act cool. Bunny's like, go talk to the boy. He, he's, he's all over these girls. I don't think he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's wrecking towels. What would you tell him? Well, it, it's uh, it's something I I didn't have to tell him. Oh, but we're talking yeah, about yeah, now. Quit dancing. But now we're having this talk. We're so having we're the talk. Have here. the talk with Brady. I'm 15. Well, he's 15. Well, he he was uh, a Christian at the time. <laughs> So I've got to come back to that. I didn't okay. To, he just, well, let's say he's 15 you, and trapped in this body. Let's say Brady, <laughs> oh. because he didn't have the talk, just have, just, just how would you broach the subject with Brady right away? Just well, sit him down and say, Brady, uh, you need worried. to have a talk. You're worried that yeah, maybe yeah, I'll that, make a bad move. I was bad never ready to do this talk. So I, uh, Let's I do it now. To... I think you're both adult yeah. enough would to Would you do recommend this? like condoms or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. to young uh, Brady? No. Abstinence? No. 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 Bareback? Abstinence. Abstinence. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, and, and, and allowed? Brady, Brady, I believe. <laughs> I said tough, but gentle is another word. Tough yeah. and gentle. Yeah, That's yeah, the, you got to yeah. be a tough man and yeah. gentle with the ladies. Yeah. Now, uh, what would you tell them, the birds and the bees? What would you What would you give them like, as an initial kickoff? How does it to work? The, how do you stay? Yeah, how, how does, does it work? work? There's yeah. the question. How does it work? What do yeah. I do? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I've never uh, ta- thought about this before. Well, so it's a hole in Brady's You know heart. how it works, yeah. right, Torp? Yeah, Torp, do we need to have... <laughs> I know how... Is your father <laughs> still alive? <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> Think back and, and yeah. tell the boy Brady how it works. Brady doesn't know. Tell, you gotta tell by him. the way, this is brought to you by Mo Money Pond, Phoenix's <laughs> largest pawn shop, 12th Street and Indian School. MoMoneyPond.com. Oh, right. Have my, your talk there today. Oh, here you go. Go ahead. Here we go. Back in my day, I think I... Felt it was okay for petting going on. You know, petting. petting. And what is petting? The boy heavy, doesn't. The boy heavy, doesn't know what petting, petting is. Yep. What am I petting? Well, you can. Her pet head. The head. You and go head. down to the neck, and yeah. then and go down to the uh, above the shirt, boobies. Yeah, that's right. It's all right. <laughs> wow. You guys are doing great. <laughs> but, but, but I wouldn't do that on the first day. <laughs> Not on the first day. It's a judgment call. When is it appropriate yeah. to to start working past the neck? <laughs> well, I think after back when I was in school, we got pinned. You know. By other, Ooh, by a priest? Yeah. What? By who? No, no. Oh, I no, see what no, you mean by no. a pin. Oh, I oh, see. Yeah, we put a pin lavalier. Yeah, I oh, got so it. Okay. After, after you were pinned, I think it was exceptional. Okay. You know, okay to go ahead and 
Okay. Further. Yeah. So Brady has pinned a girl. Yeah. And he and he comes to you with. Uh, I'm going to start you off with this one, Brady. It only makes sense. This is back. Yeah. Back. So yeah. cancel yeah, this here, one. Yeah, cancel that one. Yeah, can't, oh, we got. It's getting rougher yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Here Here's we go. Your, your son these has some questions. questions that John has written. I no, no. These are questions a young boy has for his oh, father. Young boy. Charlie okay. might have some answers. For no, no. Charlie, I got nothing. I want to tap out. Let me go. Here we go. Question one, Brady. Question one. For your father and the talk. Paw paw. <laughs> That's what he calls you. <laughs> what is oral sex? A girl at work says she's good at it. What does that mean? Well, I don't know because uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that's too. I uh, know oral sex. I, I wouldn't approve of that. Man. You don't approve of it even still for Brady, right? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. All right. I don't well, hit my wife. You can't, you can't get pregnant with it. Yeah. Hair pie is not good. <laughs> I haven't heard right. that one. All right. Well, well that's done. his advice for question one. Question is, two. Isn't Charlie asking one of these? Charlie's got one coming. Oh, oh he's okay. got one coming. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Pappy. John <laughs> says everyone has a cool finishing move. What's yours? Uh, cool finishing move. Go ahead and finish that. That's why we, oh, it's where do you put it? Please, <laughs> God, don't. <laughs> Oh, you mean the hot beef injection? Oh my God. Yeah. Where do you put it? Yeah. Torp, do you finish with a swirl or a jackhammer? Uh, or swirl? I think a swirl. A swirl is uh, the uh, advice he gives his yeah. boy. Uh, Question right. three. This safe, is really safe. good for you, Bruce. It this is. is. This is helping. Charlie, you're uh, not off the hook, buddy. Dada, is butt play real? John <laughs> says it is, and cool kids do it. Please. Are you a cool kid, Dada? <laughs> No, I'm not a Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. These are the kinds of answers yes. I've wanted. Question four. Yes. How you doing, Charlie? Fire. See, this is how it has to work. You have to have your kid. Uh, I should write a book of questions Absolutely. for kids to bring to their parents that are that don't want to talk about With sex. With tear-out pages. Yeah, tear-out no, pages. I don't no, think these questions and, are very appropriate. Well, sure they're inappropriate, but isn't the whole topic inappropriate? That's why you didn't do it in the first place. Well, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. Good. Yeah, you, very just, good. you break down the walls. <laughs> Father, what's the best position in your experience for female stimulation? Ah, yeah, that's a good one, Torp. That's very technical. What's a good one for uh, to make the ladies pleased? Uh, to make them pleased? Yeah, to please a lady, like the, the position. Is this foreplay or what? Yeah, you know, yeah. anything you feel. Oh, oh anything you feel. Well, I, I would like to feel the breasts. You know. Oh, no, <laughs> that's for you. That's what you like. What do you that, think for that, them? That stimulates them, too. Okay, so I just grabbing so. their boobs. Not grabbing them, but... Massage. Oh, massaging the breasts. Yeah. You think that's the best way to get a girl stimulated? I, I hope right. my, my wife is not listening. To oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, You'll I'm be getting a call. Yeah. Maybe she agrees. And Maybe my, she's, yeah, she's in on question five, and then we'll go to Charlie's one single grand, grandson. All right. Oh, modern, day, modern day grandson <laughs> question. <laughs> Big, He's a mess. I'm so physically uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you look it. He's yeah, you, you look horrified. <laughs> Here we go. Wow. Still okay. better than uh, working with Bob Kemp, though. Big Pappy, what is the physical thing that always made Bunny climax? <laughs> nope, Pass nope, on nope, nope, the Bunny nope, move nope, to nope. me. <laughs> She's a woman, too. Yeah, that's right. What is something that that, uh, that made Bunny go through the roof? Please defend. Uh, th- this is a personal thing. That's sure, yeah. So you tell the boy, I'm not, that, I'm not telling you what uh, made your mother go, but here's what uh, the lady I met before her did. I, I, can't, Charlie. I can't say Charlie, your question yeah, yeah, just yeah. fell next to you. All right, he, you well, don't want to tell him. No, well, we're we're so, tell yeah, him. Can't, can't divulge Figure it out on your own, right? Okay, here we yeah. go. Charlie, your final question for Torp and Brady. 
in the talk. Now, this is a very modern question, Tort, because these millennials today, they've got all sorts of new rules. Go ahead. Faza, if sex with a man and a woman, if sex is with a man and a woman, how do gays make love on their wedding nights? <laughs> uh, Great question. Well, I don't believe that they have wedding nights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what will they do, though, now? These millennials have ruined it for everybody. Yeah, that's yeah, true. They've they, voted it true. in. Yeah. <laughs> So, so <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. You don't even know. Do, do you, you know don't how consider that um, consummating the uh, union with the. Uh, There's no union there. Do you know how the uh, gays get married or how the gays have sex? Do you know how two women do it? No. Awesomely. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Have you ever seen it? No. Well, we should fire up a couple of videos. <laughs> should get the family together and have a little pop. 83. It is unbelievable. It's got a no hitter going. All right. Uh, did that answer your question, Charlie? Do you I'm have good. any extras? Yeah, I'm good yeah. on all the questions. I think we should move on. <laughs> Torp, you're clearly still uncomfortable talking about this with your young boy. Yeah, yeah you don't like. Well, this. on the air is completely. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. It's easy. Sure, sure. Well, he didn't even do he it, do it off the air, huh? He didn't do it off the air. A little bit, but you know, no, I think it's an added pressure on the air. Sure, oh, yeah, sure. you got to put the heat on and, the man. And I've cooperated with you, John. Yeah, he's done a great job. More than cooperated, you've been absolutely incredible. There's no doubt about that. It's always good to have Torp on. Is there anything you want to ask your son at the end? Like at the end of the talk, you're like, do you have? Have I made everything clear? Or is there? Something else? Or, I think. I've, I is think there something I've, that you ask Brady that you've always wanted to know? Now that the uh, we're in the trust tree and all the doors are open, I don't think so. <laughs> all right, you don't want anything to. No. You want no anything recommendations. To I, I think I've said enough. Do you know? <laughs> I hate the trust tree. Do you know do you, what the positions are? Do you know yeah, what yeah. missionary is? Yeah, missionary. You're familiar with all that of them? One, yeah. <laughs> Gross, uh, Charlie. Stop. I mean, was that was that? A, I'm curious about that for real. Was that a thing when you were growing up? Like, uh, like. Knowing all the positions, talking uh, with no, the boys. No, 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 not at all. When did that the start? guys? The guys didn't talk about that. Um, you know, hooking up with uh, you know Marlene Burwanger, something like a. No, never talked. None of the guys talked yeah. doggy stuff. Well, some of them, some of them might. But <laughs> yeah, I, I was not into those. You weren't. Yeah, those those talking kind of, wasn't the cool thing. Necessarily. No, no, just no. doing. Yeah, got to be quiet. Oh, you yeah. kept it quiet because you didn't want to ruin it for the next guy. Yeah, well, We're, because uh, if that would get out too, then the ladies would hear about it, maybe. And that's right. But again, yeah. hair pie—that's what I got out of this. Hair pie's no good. No, <laughs> that's a woman's sewer for God's sake. Roots and face stews. Away from that. Roots and stews. I, I don't where, think I've ever heard that term. Hair pie's no good. You ever uh, heard hair pie? Uh, I don't think oh, so. Really? Yeah, there's a new wow. one. That's Charlie. That's, have you heard of that? Nope. <laughs> no, I haven't. He's he's not he's not heard of Walter Brennan either. Hey, yeah, Walter yeah. Brennan. Tell yeah, say as Walter Brennan, hair pie is no good. I, Walter Brennan would say hair pie is no good. Yeah, because I've been driving a cattle out of the swamp now for fifty years. Speaking of the cattle, buddy, who was driving the cattle out of a swamp? His sex term back in the day. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> I think it was. And punching dogs. Yeah, punching dogies and driving the cattle out of the swamp. Well, I'm going to go home and drive the cattle out of uh, Megan's swamp tonight uh, because you've, you've... Free the livestock. I want to have a nighttime uh, phone-in show with 83-year-old Torp, where, like Loveline used to be. Okay, I've got one other thing. Oh, yeah, you. Jimmy Durante. Yeah, no. James no, Cagney. Oh, James Cagney, sorry. I'm a sorry. Yankee doodle dandy. <laughs> And, and I, I've got a rod, see? What? A rod, yeah. This is what we I thought you were supposed <laughs> oh, to not boy. talk about these It's things. a coitin rod. A coitin rod. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Corp, you're the best thing ever, awesome. perhaps, of all time. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, hopefully okay. that cleared everything up. It Brady. did, man. Now, now, you, now you can both say that, yes, we did we have the talk. The talk. Yeah.
That's good. Which Brady yeah. said, no, I never did. I, I don't know why. And he he didn't know why you didn't. And probably guessed that it was eh, just uncomfortable. Well, you sure? I never. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, it, I, I mean, I said I never thought it was uh, necessary. necessary. It know? is, though. It's, you, you would yeah, assume yeah, it's necessary you, for your daughter, right? You have to have it. Um, A little bit. You just let I her float it, out there alone? No, it depends on how, if I, uh, usually pretty in tune on how much they know. You think that? I don't think that's. True. I'm ready for like if they're asking, then I'm all about. So you're just you're not going to broach yeah, this up. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But if she comes home with a boy, at like and I become thirteen, uh, and you're a like, little concerned oh, about it, or saying, okay, then maybe details. we right. better have a talk because she might not know yeah. anything. Yeah. It's very dangerous, and the boys are dumb as stumps. I, I hope you know. I always you always want your kid to be able to say, not be afraid to reach right. out and ask. Right, right. And you would have probably never asked Torp, not because you were afraid, just because. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever approach my dad. Well, my dad locked me in a bathroom once and, and told me, do you need rubbers? And I'm like, what? And, ah, you're getting to that age. I don't want any babies running around here. I'm like, that right? Oh, yeah, he, got, he, was, he was scared to death. But we had, we had a very also, violent And also, that's the talk. other reason. As a kid, you knew if you're going to ask, a lot of times yeah. you might know the answer. That I you're did. saying, hey, you want to do this? No, you're not to do this. Yeah. And you don't want to hear that. Tor part, my talk at home, my, uh, my dad tapped my mom on the butt. And he said, looking good, Marcy. And I said, for what? I was like seven, and my sister goes, because dad puts his peep in. I'm like, what? What's going on? And then uh, my dad's like, all right, the cat's out of the bag. And they had this weird sit-down talk with me and my sister. We couldn't stop laughing. So the stork was out of the picture. No, I've never, I never bought into the stork. Now, dad, yeah. I did I did um, say when I was a kid, I, I remembered um, your Saturday afternoon naps. And yeah. I'd knock on the door to interrupt, say, when's dinner? And we knew that there, then I finally put the two and two together, why yeah. the Saturday afternoon yeah. nap right. would yeah. happen. Yeah. But I'm still doing Saturday naps, but, by, but it's just... You're actually it. taking naps now. Yeah, I really am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's screwing those naps up. She won't yeah, leave yeah, you alone during those naps. Uh, Torp, uh, I really appreciate it. Nice well, job. Brady and you have had the talk. And Charlie, yeah. I think you benefit a little bit from yeah, this as well. We'll pay for therapy, Charlie. That's right, Charlie. Yeah, that's right. I think yeah, the next thing for- is to get JV, his dad, in here. Yeah. We've had it. We did this. I was oh, that's right. You already had it. I don't need another one. Okay. I, this was enough for me. <laughs> any, any questions? <laughs> Anything? Got no you questions. I'm good to go. What did you learn? Yeah, what? What did you JV. learn today? Oh my God! What did, what did you learn from Torp though? Today? What did I learn? From yeah. Torp? Too, too much. Too yeah, much. Yeah, I, tried, too much I, I agree, Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> I right. said too Stay much. Stay away from the Beautiful. hair pie, Charlie. Yeah, hair pie's no good. Yeah, yeah. that's something yeah. new. Charlie, yeah. are you a fan of the hair pie? <laughs> I'm not. No, <laughs> good. You're not. <laughs> no. When is that right? I you got something to tell us? You're lying. Please, please, please. Now, if we had Mary in the room, would she agree with that statement? No. That you fear it? Wait, what? That you're afraid of it? You don't like it? I don't think I fear it. It's just... <laughs> fear it. Your <laughs> grandfather's in here. But show some respect. All right. That's it. Torp, I, thank I didn't you give him much to show respect. No. <laughs> There's none of that. There's none of that around here. Uh, Torp Bogan, everybody. The Talk. Brought to you by Mo Money Pawn. Pawn all your dignity at Mo Money today. Uh, 12th Street and Indian School. MoMoneyPawn.com. Beautiful work. Torp and Brady have had... The talk. I think that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Torp. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, it's Soundgarden right there. It's a pretty noose. Uh, it's 924. It was great hearing Torp again. That was uh, actually really kind of more, more than I thought. I'd never so heard much, that before. Yeah, that was the first time you heard it. Yeah. Yeah. It's even better than what I what I imagine yeah. remembered it was. Yeah, it was fun. 
Torch is such a good guy. Uh, and so today, without Brady here, and I know this is we're, we're kind of in the mood. You know, look, it's uh, it's uh, adjacent family basically. Brady's been th- hey, we, off the air. We've had a lot of talks, and he's done very well with the news of his father passing. And I don't make the whole thing about that, but it is about that today. Today is about. Uh, saying goodbye to Torp from our person. This is the only way we get to do it. I don't get to go back and say anything. I'm, you know, I'll send the flowers. I'll do the thing. But I, you know, I got to keep the boat floating, so to speak. Sorry, sorry to the folks in the submarine, but that was maybe a poor analogy at this time. By the way, the memes that are coming in on Toledo's dad's submarine, the SS Toledo's dad. Uh, there's a couple of them that y- you win. Drop yeah, the internet. Don't drop just, the mic. Yeah. Drop the internet and walk away. The one I just saw that can't even be brought up on the internet. No, uh, and I'd love it's to. So monumentally creative. I'm send that out to a few. Yes, yeah, send it to all the people. <laughs> send it to all your close friends. Yes, <laughs> you'll get it. Eventually, you'll all get it. Half of you will be like, "This is inappropriate," and I don't know why you'll say it like John Mulaney, but you will. <laughs> and then the other, the rest of you, like us, will be like, "Oh my God, that's the darkest humor I've ever seen," and I love every second. But. uh so thank you for that. But what we want to do there for Rock Wars, since our little buddy's not here today, is all agree, audience and show alike, on a tribute song for Torp for Rock Wars today. There are no winners. Torp is this week's winner. We're going to have a, a ceremonial one in the category at the end of the year for Torp Bogan. Uh, Torp's a goodbye song. Now, it can be funny. It can be dark humor, whatever you want to do. We're going to leave it up to you, and then we'll analyze, and we'll be the end result people that say that's a good one. A song to say goodbye to Brady's dad. I, I honestly, I, I love that old man in a, in a beautiful way, and uh, can't imagine uh, what it's like to, you know, be his family. That had to be an amazing experience. So, uh, a song, a farewell song to Torp on our day that we eulogize uh, Brady's dad and kind of have a nice moment for our for our little partner. Uh, and uh, you guys can fire it off. Holmberg at ninety eight kupd dot com. You can email. You can text nine seven nine three six your suggestions to that. Uh, you can call us. We'll grab the phones real quick. 585-9800 with all your suggestions, and we'll come up with one final goodbye tribute song to the great Tom Bogan uh, as he, uh, you know, is uh, bid adieu by his family this week, and that's why Brady's missing from the show today. And our thoughts are definitely with him, which means nothing, but they are certainly with him. Uh, it's 927. If you want to help us out, we'd appreciate it. Fire him off to us, and we'll play a tribute song for our late great friend Torp Bogan next. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 Battle of Musical Supremacy, known as Rock Wars, a special edition today, uh, and it's brought to you still, as always, by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. Mo Money Pawn's got what? Well, I turned the page and screwed myself up. There we go. Shorter long-term collateral loans from ten dollars to one hundred thousand or more. No credit needed, and top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several. Hey, several, several minutes. minutes. <laughs> Sorry, these songs are coming in like crazy, so I was just right. reading them over. I dig it. MoMoneyPawn.com. I got it. <laughs> oh, my own over here. Oh, uh, yeah, the emails. Yeah, that's a, For Whom the Bell Tolls came in, the very first uh, suggestion I got for today's Rock Wars, uh, which was a tribute to Brady's dad uh, as we pay tribute to Torp Farewell to our friend Tom Torp Logan uh, and Brady's flying back to Columbus right now to uh, get the official thing in there. Um, now I got a few good ones but right off the bat the very first person i clicked on jason schwartz who's just a 
a back and forth uh, email. I, I like this guy a lot. It says it just it just says bodies. <laughs> Let the bodies hit wow. the floor. Well, it is fitting. You it was what? always Brady's go-to it's song Brady's as well. Go-to. You know? That's kind of a good one there. I got some emails. Uh, Simply the Best by Tina Turner. Yeah. I think that was you that said that yeah. one. Uh, this is the end by the Doors. Uh, nah. Not for me. Uh, somebody said Promise by Chris Cornell. I haven't heard of that. I haven't either. Uh, let see okay. if you can find it. Okay. Promise by Chris Cornell. The guy says it's a beautiful song for a beautiful man. Anything Chris Cornell does as kind of tribute version is there. Uh, Saul says, uh, Mama, I'm coming home. I'm here. Uh, nobody does it better. Would that be uh, Carly Simon? Simon? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spinal Tech, Spinal Tap's Big Bottom from Bryce Samuel. And I'm like, what? In the chorus, it says, my baby fits me like a flesh tuxedo. I'd like to sink her with my pink torpedo. And I won Rock Wars with that one time. That's right. <laughs> torpedo was mentioned. Happy Trails is on the list. Wish You Were Here from Pink Floyd came in. Great one. Yeah. Absolutely. Has to be My Way by Frank Sinatra, which I think is leading in the clubhouse. Uh, this one says, Look on the Bright Side of Life by Monty Python from Jen O'Hare. Taking many, many flights daily. Uh, this one says, uh, Johnny Cash, I've been everywhere. I know Not as far as Brady's concerned. Was that Johnny Cash? That was that Roger, what's his name? Oh, that's Johnny Cash. Was it? Okay. I've been everywhere. I thought that was another dude. Pretty sure it was Johnny Cash. Uh, his tribute song again. Another one says, My Way, Frank Sinatra. Uh, Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven. We well, he didn't fall out of a window. <laughs> uh, Volbeat, Die to Live. Can't go too far uh, left with Volbeat, I see. Lords of Acid, the pussy song? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Bittersweet Symphony, Time in a Bottle. I mean, they're flying in. Uh, says, no matter what Torp did in life, from backing a violent revolution in Cuba to avoiding the hair pie to raising the most moral man in all of Arizona, Torp did it his way. Frank Sinatra has to be the one. Uh, may you be in heaven an hour before the devil knows you're dead. Angel's son from Seven Dust came in through. That's pretty good. Yeah. Hail to the King. Avenge Sevenfold. Kind of like that one, too. American Badass. Not bad. I kind of like that one as well. If you want to help us out, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text in. Or you can call us, 585-9800. I'm curious if we can reset the phones uh, because they are blanking you guys out left and right. So I'm not counting that in. Uh, Right now, I kind of like my way. By Sinatra. Oh, I mean, it's Sinatra, I mean, I'm of asking course. You. I mean, yeah, that dumb question. And I yeah. never thought this phrase would fall out of my mouth, but it's somewhere between American Badass and My Way. <laughs> Kid Rock and Frank Sinatra in a battle. Uh, Reverend Horton Heat, someone in heaven. Well, that's not so bad. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's crazy. It's so weird. Time has flown by like Weird that. Al, I'll be mellow when I'm dead. That's strange. The Cuban National Anthem. Now, there's a good one right there. (laughs) Throw in the Cuban National Anthem and see if that works out for everybody. I like that. You know what I think we should do? Little Sinatra. Absolutely. I'm in on that. Always. Because I don't want Brett to hit me. It's loaded up and ready to go. I think this is today's Rock Wars. Torp is today's winner. Uh, We'll give Brady a free win on this one just by proxy. How about that? Master P, heaven for a gangsta. (laughs) I kind of like that, too. I know. Yeah. Master P would be a solid. I don't think Torp would get that. Uh, Yeah, we'll do it for for the man. Uh, Frank Sinatra for Torp. Did he do it his way? Or was he just pretty much listening to everybody else? Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why Winona's Big Brown Beaver. John Gordon, you got a thing? You got anything on your brain? 
You're a music superstar. Now, I, I was trying to think of this on the way in, and I, I didn't come up with anything. Yeah. But, you know, my way works great. My way's pretty good. Yeah, he, he was one of a kind, that's for Boy, sure. Boy, was he. Yeah, you knew him. You met him a uh, few times. He's an interesting older fella. The whole time I knew him, he was old. Uh, it's uh, All right, we'll go with Frank Sinatra. This is it. Nice job, yes. Brett and his people. It's never bad to toss the chairman on the... Anytime you can throw the chairman of the board on the air. Also confused greatly the people who are just tuning in as what's going on on KUPD. I like it. It's for you, Torp. My way. As we say goodbye to Torp Bogan today, it's Frank Sinatra. It's 98 KUPD. Today's Rock Wars winner. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? KUPD. Chairman of the board, baby. That's what I tell you. Goodbye, Torpy, baby. See you in hell. Oh, and that's where I am, at least. Maybe oh. he goes to the other place. Who knows? I didn't know the man. Oh, Sinatra's not in heaven. No, of course he is. He's not in heaven, Brett. Yes. With a voice like that. That is true. Heavenly. Gave him a gift. <laughs> it, you know, you tell, tell me that rock and roll's not an attitude more than a sound. Because if that oh. dude isn't rock and roll, I don't know what is. He, is he in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? He should be. He he's should not. be, because there's nobody who the presented... The whole pack should have uh, been. Nobody presented the FU to authority more than those guys. That's awesome. Anyway, beautiful thing. So uh, there's my way from Frank Sinatra for our mentor. Uh, do you have the Chris Cornell song? That yeah. there, I've gotten a few people that said, oh my God, this is a beautiful... I've never heard it. I haven't either. It's called Promises? The Promise. The Promise. Anything Cornell touches makes me want to hear it. The second his voice yeah. goes, I love it. If I had nothing to my name but photographs of you. All right, no, I mean, that's going to make me go. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll give that a listen at home. Promised by Chris Cornell. That's enough of the morning with a U in it. But there you go. Our tribute to Tor. Feel good about it. Nice one. Uh, we got an entertainment drill coming up in a little bit. We got uh, you taking care of that again. Hopefully you're prepared for that. Yeah. I never asked Brady. I don't know why I'm asking yeah. you. He's never prepared I'm for it. What does it matter? I Pick up the papers this. and Come read on. them. That's the way it works around here. Uh, it's 945. We'll do the entertainment drill next. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? As we close her up here on this beautiful uh, Wednesday afternoon, morning, whatever we're doing right now. I don't know what time it is. So I'm done. <laughs> it's time to go. It's time to get out of here. Uh, I don't even know. What we, the entertainment drill. Forget about it news is what the uh, the news is All now right. called when Brett reads it. But you should have known. Yeah, you yeah. should have known about this. What, are you writing the book? This is called that's it. <laughs> Hollywood. You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> that's, that's, Brett, yeah, that's That's the entertainment drill's new name when Brett does it. And Brett is filling in for Brady. Brett! Uh, the Entertainment Drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And unless you're in a submersible that's uh, drifting around the North Atlantic, you can protect yourself from just about anything. In fact, you could have before that. I would suggest you de-escalate the situation next time you get in a home- homemade sub by not getting in it. Especially if Patel's jumping in there with you. <laughs> right, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, would you ride around oh. for four days in the North Atlantic in a New York City taxi cab? Because that's what you got. Eyeball the situation. That's a great way to look at it, Brett. Mm-hmm. Eyeball the situation and say, do I want to be part of this or not? Jay up there at Tactical Black always says something cool. Uh, you're constantly being interviewed for a job by bad guys, and it's a job you don't want. 
Uh, and the funny thing is, is you'll get the job if you step the wrong direction and you don't want this job. It's a very interesting way to look at it. Like when somebody with nefarious thoughts heads your direction, you are then being interviewed. How are you going to respond? And are you being, are you becoming the employee they want? And it's a really interesting thing. They go through these de-escalation programs and these seminars to de-escalate situations. One of my favorite things to do is to be one of the bar patrons at the (laughs) de-escalation and uh, get to try to fire a guy up who's just been through two hours of training on how to de-escalate. And almost always, they sit back and their ego gets hold of them when some jackass throws water at them. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, they think I'm really mad. And the one guy got so mad he was going to fight me and then, uh, you know... Josh comes up behind me. He's got a gun. He wasn't paying attention to my buddy. And that was the whole point. It's like, you might be eyeball to eyeball with this dickhead, but his friend might be protecting him. Just get out of there. You're all by yourself. And the dude sat back down after the whole, uh, you know, simulation. And he goes, I used to love you, Holmberg. What was that? (laughs) I didn't know he was a listener. He's like, come here because of you. And I'm like, that's awesome. It's that real. People kind of get lost in it because those, their, uh, their simulations and their seminars are that real. Uh, and it really does kind of teach you, like, man, I need to kind of reset my brain. You can learn how to be a better version of yourself every time you step in the doors at reactdefense.com. And I'm telling you right now, you're wasting your time not doing it. That's the thing. Be a sheepdog, not a sheep. Check it all out at reactdefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brett! Hollywood, you didn't hear it from me. Go. I don't know what you're doing over there. Uh, You know what? I didn't. I don't think I remember hearing this on the Brady Report. We didn't, or the uh, Entertainment Journal when Brady was doing it. uh, June nineteenth, we lost a legend. Who? That was the cel- that was the anniversary of uh, James Gandolfini passing away. Oh, oh no, yeah, we no. So, well, we got to do this. Now, the way Brady what gets on, uh, it's National Ice Cream Day. You that? get uh, famous Italian. dead Italian. Yeah, you know, come on. So Gandolfini hit- died how long ago? June nineteenth, twenty thirteen. It's been 10, ten years. years. Wow. I know. Wow. I couldn't I believe it either. I would have guessed four. Yeah. Yeah. Four, maybe uh, yeah. five. Yeah. yeah. Ten years ago, yep. we lost Tony Soprano. Yeah. Wow. God bless. Wow. That messed me up. Mm-hmm. Holy time God. flying! No kidding. Uh, celebrity birthdays that are happening. I'll just I'll throw those up front. Uh, Rebecca Black turning twenty six. It's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Juicy Smollett. Is now forty one oh. years old. Is he still relevant? Yes, he's relevant. He'll forever be known as the guy who did it. Uh Prince Harry turns forty one. He's uh, the redhead. He's the yeah. troublemaker. I, I like this one how it's uh how it's put in here. Brandon Flowers from The, the Killers. Killers. Yeah. The Mormon frontman yeah. of the Killers <laughs> is what it says. That's that's not even me throwing that in there. Yep. Magic uh, underwear everyone you watch him. Chris Pratt turning forty four. Do guys have an expiration date like we do with the women? I mean, you know, for the, do the women think like, oh, okay, no. once they get a certain age? I think what what men no. have is a, uh, a um, it would be more of a uh, bankruptcy date. Like it, we would take it, like <laughs> you'd have to see when our money runs out is when we're no longer. At oh, all right. I think that's it because I don't think they they don't base anything on attraction. They base it completely on what can oh, you do, what can you do from yeah. seen on this room right here. I, I say yeah. that from personal yeah. experience. No woman has ever looked at me and said, "Well, there's an attraction there." Uh, there's only one thing, and what can he provide me? Yeah, and can I can I milk this for the rest of my life, or is there an expiration on it? We just look at him and go, "You got till you're forty, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm done." Then it's I'm starting to eyeball. Yeah, inspired milk. <laughs> That's Brett talk. <laughs> uh, and here's one to make you feel old: Kip Winger, sixty-two years Stop old. Stop it! Yeah. And he still sings about that seventeen-year-old girl. Oh, I know. Speaking of which, good boy. Uh, Denise Richards and her daughter are making tons of cash on OnlyFans. Yeah. 
Whoops, sorry. Oh, I thanks. Hit We're done already? No, I apologize. Hit the wrong button. Denise Richards, she's, she's apparently on it making too. like $2 million a month. Denise Richards That's is? That's what this is saying. Just go rent wild things. Yeah, and her daughter Sammy's making eighty grand a month. Wow. Is she taking pipe or is it no, just no, her just, naked? We got the pictures. She's just in lingerie. Yeah. A waste of cash. Their da- their, uh, her, they made a beautiful girl. Oh, yeah. Sammy yeah, yeah. Sheen is very pretty. And she's not taking pipe either. It's just mom and daughter. She should be. All right. What? It's mom and daughter. <laughs> it got weird. I want to see her get stuck in the dryer. Wolfgang Van Halen just called in and said, stop it. Oh, that's gross. That's Knocking. gross. You got to treat women better. Yeah, he's a puss. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Oliver Stone kind of agrees with us. He's uh, not a big fan of the uh, the Marvel movies and, uh, well, John Wick as well. He says, I saw John Wick on uh, on a plane and talk about volume. I think the I think the film is disgustingly beyond belief it it is most right. the first yeah. one the second one's just like i know what i'm getting into this is dumb the third and fourth one are sort of stupid oh, yeah. yeah but the i haven't you seen the fourth one he says keanu kills right. what three four hundred people in the yeah. effing movie the first one it's absurd how many people die and it's it is what it is though like it's unapologetically just loud john wick can't be shot and there's that one scene where he falls off the second story and lands on his back on that dance floor. And you're like, he's dead. And he gets up. Like, all right, I have to suspend disbelief through the whole thing. But I don't like, like, I'd rather watch John Wick over all the Marvel movies. I don't like. Oh, yeah. I don't think I like any of the Marvel movies. I think i only seen one. And I said, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, I, oh, actually, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the only one I'm like, that was fun. Because it was well written and it had like fun stuff in it. For yeah, the most I'm, part. I'm less than half on, on the Marvel movies. Yeah. Deadpool I liked. Guardians of the Galaxy I liked with you. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 stunk. I did Terrible. like Deadpool. I'll give him that. I yeah. didn't like that. See, I thought Deadpool First one. was just, it was just uh, Ace Ventura again. Uh, I liked it. I thought I felt I like it. I was watching Jim Carrey impersonator. Uh, it was just Ryan Reynolds being, yeah. being what Ryan he Reynolds. does. Yeah, yeah, being Ryan Reynolds. And I liked it. I liked it. I just didn't get the big, wow, this is, I'm like, that's okay. It's Van Wilder with superpowers. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. But I didn't really get the, this is incredible. Certainly didn't see a sequel coming. No. And uh, we got a list of the uh, best movie trailers of all time. I mean, take a guess at number one. Probably won't get it, but. Mm. Well, you know who makes a great movie trailer is M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Mm. He's not going to be on there, but no. his movie no. trailers always make you go, maybe this one will be good in his movie. Like, you said great. all time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one goes uh, back. This is going back to the 40s. Oh. For number geez. one. Uh, Hitchcock? To the mm-hmm. 40s? Not a Hitchcock no. one? No, Hitchcock was 50. Lawrence of Arabia? No. It would have to be like Gone with the Wind was 39. Yeah. Wizard of Oz was 39. You're on the right path, but. The fuck is down that road? I have no idea. Oh, Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Oh, okay. Number one. Yeah. Uh, Psycho, number two, best trailer of all time. Yeah. The Exorcist, number three. That's Jaws, good. four. Alien, five. It's all scary movies. Yeah. And then you got, you know, Friday the 13th, The Shining, The Abyss. Uh, Pulp Fiction, pulling in at number 10. The Abyss was good because of James Cameron's effects with that water. Yeah. That that drew everybody in. I, I think, think the trailer was better than the movie. Oh, yeah, the movie was boring and <laughs> yeah. long. But yeah, the, the like when you saw the trailer and the the water's yep. turning into people. Yeah. It's pretty neat. You know, we only did that movie to test the technology to yep. do Terminator 2. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, he's yeah, like, I got to test liquid, this out. liquid metal yeah. technology. Oh, wow. And he, they wrote a movie around the technology, basically. Made a pretty cool story out of it, too. But it was a long movie. Yeah. Interesting. That'll do it. I can't believe James Gandolfini's been dead for 10 years. And more importantly, that with you in the room, you didn't know it. God bless. And Brady didn't bring it up. God bless. <laughs>
The boss of this family. I can't. I'm doing Marlon. I got to go watch James again. <laughs> God, ten years. That's blowing my mind. Anyway. I couldn't believe it either. No, it, and I, it did. It did. It did get by me as well. I was like, Oh my God! I am. Uh, yeah, that. That's not right. COVID screwed up my whole entire timeline. I don't know what what is. Everybody almost had to turn in my guinea horn for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you should have actually <laughs> probably thought about that. Close. Uh, that's it for us. Larry's coming up. He's got money for you. I know he's doing the three thousand dollars again in about. Uh, 55 minutes and two seconds. He's going to give you a word. You can text her in there. It's 11 o'clock. That's when he does it. The Valley Toyota dealers and Larry have an excellent adventure just for you. And that includes going to the bank and depositing $3,000. How about that? Larry's going to hand it to you. You're going to knock that silly and you're going to get yourself. Stop it, Brett, showing pictures of Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend on the TV while I try to talk. Quit it. What's the matter with you? Good Lord, man. Stop, Stop it. it. <laughs> uh, just Larry's going to give you money. We're going to be by the TV for a little bit, just staring at pictures. That's like a photo album in the room I can't get enough of. Uh, we're done. Have yourselves a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yes, 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 yes.